your solution to talk is here. here. The Charmaine Ford Show is on Freedom 106.5 FM, hosted by TNT's very own Charmaine Ford. It's innovative, informative, educational, and fun. fun. It's not just talk, it's a whole lot more. It's all about making that connection with you. you. Join us on Sundays, 12 noon to 3 p.m. We're bringing to the conversation legendary celebrity guests, increasing awareness, finding solutions on different topics and issues, all while keeping it exciting. Call the Freedom 106.5 hotline and join the conversation at 627-3223 or 625-2257. Listen to the podcast on our website, tbcradionetwork.co.tt forward slash Freedom 106.5 or tune in for the live stream on Freedom 106.5 FM Facebook page. The Charmaine Ford Show, Sundays from 12 noon to 3 p.m. on Freedom 106.5 FM for talk that matters. Let's talk about, talk about it. Let's talk about, talk about, talk about it. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon to you and you and you. Hi to you. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited about today's show. So excited about today's show. Welcome to the Charmaine Ford Show, everybody. I hope you're in the kitchen getting that stuff ready because there are a few doors I'm coming to knock on. Mm-hmm. I said it so just... just A few. Yeah. Just one. Yeah, a few, a few like doors are coming to knock on because they're different five. dishes in the pot. Oh my gosh. So I have to collect. I brought my my containers and everything, so mm-hmm. I'm going to be knocking on. What's be- up, Carrie? I'm good because I really saw you came in like about five bags. So I was like, <laughs> but why is Charmaine Ford coming with five bags? Like but there, you said it. Day. You said it. You said it. We're knocking down yes, five doors today. Yes, we knocking down some doors today. Uh-huh. Today is an exciting show for me because my bestie, my BFF, one good-looking, talented, Hi, uh, multifaceted man is in the studio with me today, my friend mm-mm, Richard mm-mm, Young. Mm-mm. Richard, welcome to the show. I'm in for sure. Put your mouth straight in that mic because yeah. these mics are like, You're you know. You're hearing me? I'm here. I'm glad. Let's try, try, this, try one. this one. Yeah, try this one. I'll see this one. Yeah. Yes, yes. There yes. we go. There we go. Nice yeah. like a pie. Okay. We all like boiled corn. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad <laughs> to oh, be here. Oh, is it staying up? I don't Jeez, know. Louise. Oh my gosh. The mic, the the mic has an erectile function. Houston, <laughs> we've got a problem. Yeah. You had to I'm get good. something to Put stand. Put it on that stand. Put it on that stand. Let's change, I, let's change the stand. I don't know if you could yeah. fit on that stand because yeah. it's hooked up to this it's one. Good. It's good. It's good. Uh, I don't sure? want you to have to yeah, be bending over. That's okay. I, I mean, bend. What? 
No, we just just switching the the mic. No, the no it, it, it hooked it. onto this entire thing, so yeah. it can't change. Yeah, yeah, we're I'm dropping good. we're dropping that. Not the mic wouldn't be able to go on that one. Because so it's all wired in there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was planning to it's, be here long before now. But this I'm is here. your second your second visit to the Charmin Fort Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, the yeah. Fort Show. So we have before. a lot to talk about, and mm-hmm. Richard is staying for the entire show and so he'll he'll be he'll be my co-host today yeah i'm so excited i love this man so much this richard is the type of person that when you get to know him he's a friend for life Mm. and you can trust him explicitly you can you know i put the knee on the spot but it's true that is how i feel well that's how i felt yeah yeah (laughs) even the first time I met her. I thought I already knew her, and she yeah. pinched my cheek. Yes, what? Was yeah, she have a tendency of <laughs> wanting to pinch people's cheeks. At a television station, she finished the interview. I was going, and I was charming for it because I always loved her voice. Uh-huh. So I was just giving her the accolades, and she held onto my cheeks what? and said. What bone structure is this? Oh, no. oh my God! On he's, TV, you say yeah. He's chis- he's chiseled. He's like one of these um, Grecian god gods that has that chiseled kind of face, mm-hmm. you know, ah, that you you see. But the dark skin and the chiseled, um, what is it? Caucasian features, mm. well, but know. in dark skin. I am Amerindian, black, yeah. and I hate seeing white, but yes, there's some white yeah, yeah, mix up, yeah, you mix up. Amerindian and black. Amerindian yeah. and black. Yeah, yeah, you mix up. Not it's nice. in there. Mm-hmm. It's in there. It's in there. So stories. Richard has a lot of stories that we're gonna try to get out of him. And uh, on today's show, supposedly we have coming back. Um, our um, nurse, registered mental health nurse, uh, the head nurse of St. Anne's Psychiatric Hospital and second vice president of TTRNA, Nurse Sharon Lacan King, returns to the show keeping us up to date on mental health care in Trinidad and Tobago. And then our good friend, obstetrician and gynecologist, Dr. Rachel Corridon. I messed up her name every time. (laughs) returns <laughs> again all month long so we just have like one more week to go before we go on hiatus we will know we know where that story leads already Charmaine needs that time you know um so she's bringing awareness to our mental not mental health but topic pregnancy labor and delivery and that is very taboo a lot of women you know really need to know and hear this so Tune in, call in. Our numbers are 627-3223-625-2257. And send us a message on WhatsApp, 306-1065. You can listen on your on our podcast on, on our website, tbcradionetwork.co.tt forward slash freedom1065. Or tune in to the live stream, hi, on the Freedom 106.5 FM Facebook page. So we want you to tell the world that the Charmaine Ford Show is on Freedom 106.5 FM. Miss Carrie, when are you taking all the braces? I'm expected to take it out in January, but I feel Wait. I'm going to take it out before because, girl, 
girl. Yeah, you develop a thing that you move your, your tongue I over your teeth all the yeah. time. Yeah, and then too, sometimes it, it, it picks you, and mm -hmm. then you have to put a wax. And then when you can't find the wax, they go into body wax, they don't mm -hmm. have no wax, so you no. just have me in a predicament. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I will stay with my space. You know, you know, call yeah. that George. Yeah. But it's working. It's it, it, it's gonna come out. I like it's the spacey teeth. Though. I I I just don't like it. I, I think it came is it hereditary. Uh -huh. So everybody have it, but I don't like it. Oh, so it's not just one space in no. the front. It's, it's spaces. It's all yeah. over. Okay. I can't take it. Yeah. I can't take it, Charmin. Yeah. I want to be able to smile like you and like you know have some nice teeth. Look at Charmin. See, look at it, y'all. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> right now it needs a little deep cleaning, but I think it's wise. It's fine. My Pepsi don't smile. Yeah. Hey, you're yeah. yeah. that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pepsi don't smile. So we're in for a treat today, and um, let's the sto the sto stories for the furniture. Well, we we did that. We did that. that. That's yes. That's pretty staple. Now, I have not heard back from the, the young lady because I wanted to put you some other things. And maybe she was told she not, probably, to, she probably not, to, block. not to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> they, probably, they probably blocked you. Richard, I was on, on them like white on rice. I know you. And you know, know you, you can't get white on a rice. Mm, okay. So I, I worked it to my advantage and it worked out. But I guess now they must have tell us, don't deal with that lady. Don't. They didn't fire the girl. I'm sure they have pictures of you all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> this lady here. Don't come in here. <laughs> but I'm willing to spend some more money with them. Oh, no, you can keep it. No worries. We don't need yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. That's true. So the, the, the particular thing that I want is only they have it. So I'll have to probably go to another location. Oh, my God. To see if I can start on that action. They circulated your picture all over the place. Oh, Lord Jesus. Really? You think so? Richard, you think so? Well, I know you are misfocused, and I call that your nickname. Yes. When she has her mind focused on something, I'm chatting with her normally about something else and saying, you know what, I'm so and I see that look on the face because mm. she's spotting some something in road into another thing that will service what she might want to do in her focused state. Yes, yes, you know, yes. So I feel misfocused. Oh, my gosh. Listen. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Well, it got, I got it done. So, mm -hmm. hey. It worked. It worked. You know, they got paid. I didn't ask back for any money. So she just not... And I wanted to write a nice little letter. I wanted to get, like, emails, uh. stuff, who to send the letter to. No response. I'm like, okay, then, fine. You're next. That's what it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just will go to another store and try to see if I can find what I want because mm. only that store sells the thing I want. Uh, but she is not. point of the time that yeah. people are shushing in a corner. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> no. Look, they have my picture look, on black. Look at it. Look, look, she did. Look, she did. She's coming. She's coming. She's coming. I will walk in that same store and demand service. Trust mm -hmm. me. Oh, yeah, we know. We know. Yeah. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I can't believe last the week I was talking about the, the my, my um demise or my problem, my issue. The phones lit up. I said, look at the, these people like Trinidad. It's like Bacchanal. Bacchanal and All the time I'm doing all these different things. Nobody calling in per se. But the minute I talk about some Bacchanal, the phones and everything nice. lit up. It's. Love you guys. Love you guys. Call me. Call me. Call us. Call us. All right. So we take a, a short pause. Mm -hmm. You had something to say that you saw on the screen? No, no. Um, I was just mentioning that. Let's take before you go into mm -hmm. everything. Let's just take this quick break, get this out of the way, and then come back. Yeah. All yeah. right. So we take a short pause, and you're in for a treat today, Sunday, 
November, but I said December, November 19th. Freedom 106.5 FM, the Charmaine Ford Show. Come on, stick and stay with me. You're listening to the Charmaine Ford Show. You're listening to the Charmaine Ford Show and our first guest, and our guest that's going to be here for the next three hours. <laughs> I have him on the lockdown. Cannot get out. Cannot get out. Is Mr. Richard Young, creative fashion director, storyteller, Caribbean brand ambassador, creative strategist of Trinidad and Tobago, um, well known throughout the Caribbean as a stylist, production designer, and impresario. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's the founder, uh, uh, artistic director of his own event management production design company. And this has been for the past, actually about 30 years, no? Yeah. Yeah. Since I was born. <laughs> so, Richard, I always ask my, my guests the same question. Uh, let me silence my phone because I feel it's going to ring. Um, you're, you're the best. Each guest is the best to tell their own verbal biography, mm -hmm. right? And the question I always ask is, who is, and then we put the name. So who is Richard Young? Well, first of all, I'm, 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 I'm a creative. Yes. And that's a term that I only um, probably started using in the last <coughs> decade um, because I, be, I understood what creative entrepreneurship is and, um, and because... I didn't understand what was the talent that people saw in me. I was just doing what I like to do. Um, and, um, and using all of the resourcefulness of my educating and education and mm -hmm. my training to service the fashion industry and the, the love of being Caribbean precedes my um, fashion industry involvement. I am a Caribbean. I use the term as a noun there. And I have a Caribbeanist perspective. It's, it's, it's embedded in a regional pride and a prestige mm -hmm. for um, things that come out of the space that I feel is special to the world. It's new world style. It comes from a real plural space. It comes from, yes, we had a hard past, very turbulent, um, with slavery and dentorship and all of the uglies. Yes. But we have morphed into a people that um, has a brand identity that I am fascinated with. And I think sometimes we take for granted and ignore. So I brandish that to the world. Mm -hmm. And so with that, as my ethos and my essence, I now inform everything I do with that. All of my communicating style, all of my communications, all of my transactionality is based on celebrating usness. You know, I like so, that celebrating usness. Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 so now I corral all of my other studies because I did sociology and I did language and I did literature and I did history and it all converges um, to an understanding of who we are that get that makes me excited every day to find a new way to to make the statement and to claim our our state of of style. 
And so I use style as the way not only to mean fashion style, mm-hmm. our style in agriculture, our style in posturing on the side of the street, our style of shopping at the market, our style of friendships, our style of peaconging. It's all part of the style. Mm-hmm. And when we start being aware that this is something unique and peculiar and singular to this space, I think then we can start to claim it in the way that we should. And um, Steel Band is part of that. And Carnival is part of that. Mm-hmm. And what I call our gestures, our gesticulations, our posturing, our poses, our manners, our mannerisms, they all are informed with this rich heritage of cultural influences that make us Mm -hmm. really special. And so I, I end up talking about it all the time. I've become an ambassador for it. I have been in Montreal, Toronto, Boston, Miami, New York, mm-hmm. in the North American space, getting chances to state it and put presentations on to celebrate it and commemorate it. And so I, I feel that I... And some and I remember in an article, they call me the fashion evangelist. Because oh, wow. I, That's I, just I, awesome. I, I proselytize. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. tell people this is something that we need to claim and feel good about. And I've worked in French, Dutch, Spanish, and English-speaking Caribbean spaces. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some people don't know because I'm not there. Like, now we're talking it. Mm-hmm. But I just do my do. You know, I have gone to most most of the English-speaking sp- spaces. I've gone to Haiti, Guadeloupe, Martinique, Saint-Martin, French Guyana, and started Fashion Weeks and bring creative energy together and embolden how they present it. So what I think I have worked out is a methodology of presenting Caribbean style. Yeah. You know, and I use that to... to, to um, to buttress how creatives see themselves. So I help them tell their stories because another thing people say that I might have gift of gab. So I use my <laughs> articulateness to help yes. them make um, strong statements about who they are because I think sometimes people are doing this stuff and they cannot, they can't say it. They can't um, proclaim it and they need to be able to proclaim it. For me to believe in you, you have to feel it. Mm-hmm. I must experience your whole sense of being. So that is what I have done. And in that way, I train pageant girls, mm-hmm. pageant young ladies mm-hmm. about celebrating themselves, representing their space. I make the models understand that their anatomy is a merchandising um, instrument to mm-hmm. sell. Um, I've spoken to, pre- I've worked with presenters who talk, um, who are on television and radio to improve how they say what they say. Not I'll so much in their enunciation, yeah. but in their mm-hmm. presentation. I do wardrobe planning for people. I, I plan wardrobes for, for um, international delegates. And I don't only work in Trinidad. That is what is it, what is it, the mm-hmm. interesting thing. I'm mm-hmm. called, I just came back from Guyana where I spent three weeks doing um, workshops, you know. I'm going to St. Lucia at the beginning of um, December, you know, to reinstate myself post-COVID because those are like second homes. Antigua, Barbados, St. Lucia, um, Guyana in particular. I am there. I have gone there more than 30 times each, you know. And um, so I have a whole family there. And they all believe in this mission that I see and this long-term vision Mm -hmm, for who mm -hmm. we are. It makes no sense being in silos. It makes no sense being xenophobic. We all have Caribbean 
history, history yeah. which is very similar. And what we must do is just identify our similarities, you know, but celebrate the difference. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Celebrate the difference. And why we, Trinidad and Southern Caribbean people, are the head of it, we're a little more exhibitionistic. That's why we have carnival. I, we are show-off people. Yes. And because we have this myriad of cultures Sensations. here. Sensations. You know, we have Syrian, yeah. Lebanese, Indo, Afro, the multiplicity of tribes. Tobago is a, is a fertile space mm -hmm. of... The, the, the plethora of tribes that came there is separate from what we have here. Right. You know? And then we have the English influence, the French influence, the Portuguese influence, and they all color the way we see the world and how we feel the world, how we taste the world, you know? And I, I am excited by that, and that has me always titillating the, and exhilarated. The, the epitome you know? of, the word, of the word melting pot. We are yeah. a real yeah. callaloo. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I say it every week on this show, and today is no difference. Trinidad and Tobago has the most talented people in the world in all facets of talent. Mm -hmm. I've heard you say it. Yes. Yeah. All facets of talent. And I'm not taking that away from, from saying that, and I don't want anybody to tell me anything different. <laughs> because you can get the talent here. Yeah. I, 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 my analogy to that is, I heard a pastor say, anything you want to know in life is written in the Bible. Yeah. Anything you want to know about talent and how to execute it is, is, is here in Trinidad. And we need people like you to bring out that talent to the generations to come. Because there's so many um, cyclists and, and, and sprinters sitting on the, the side of the road. Yeah. And the microcosm of why why we are so special is like the making of pan. The making of pan is taking what would have been a rubbish pan. Yes. And tuning it into the instrument of the 20th century, mm -hmm. the only uh, percussion instrument of the 20th century. That's what we do. We make something from nothing. Right. And that comes from creative intelligence and having to to make something in the spot. I have always had that as my nature. You know, when I look back, like I would restyle how we sit in the house. Mm -hmm. You know, because I felt it could become mundane and it could become boring. If we have to look at television, we have to look at television from different angles. My mother thought I was crazy. My brothers and sisters thought I was crazy. So I will restyle the house mm -hmm. and sometimes carry the TV way up in the air and then bring it down low, flat down on the right. ground. And I constantly restyle where we sit to experience the television mm -hmm. and how we experience each other watching the television. Mm -hmm. You know, there is something called Haute Caribe that the government did on Trinidad and Tobago fashion by an international company. Beautiful 13-minute documentary. And it starts with my voice saying, you know what is the beauty of carnival? Not only you playing mass, but when I look in your face and see you enjoying <laughs> me, enjoying myself. Yes, and yes, that, yes. That intangible. Oh, I say that again. That when I look at you, look, when I look into your face, and seeing see you, you enjoying, enjoying me, me, enjoying myself. Enjoying myself. That Yes. Intangible that transaction is, true. That is, true. is the absolute beauty because it sets me on fire mm -hmm. to perform for you. Yes. So, you, you sit know. down on the, by the TV or you mm -hmm. sit down in the stands and you see the masqueraders come. And when they look up in the stands and see everybody zooming on them, oh my yeah. God, the, yeah. the, the gyrations yeah. get a little yeah. faster, yeah. a little and, more. And, and, erotic and that trance that we mm -hmm. get, there we, 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 we definitely, the, the God 
um, backers, as they say, <laughs> takes and creates the Bacchanal, and not in a negative way. It's yes. in a way of us really representing what is in the anthem every creed and for is trying in an equal, equal place, place. Because on that day, I play mass, and people just walk up to me and they open a drink and pour it down my throat. <laughs> Almost to say, let me quench your thirst for you yes. exuberantly parading sometimes because I am not as forward as you. You representing. Yeah. Yes. You representing. Yes. You're playing with I mass. see you sometimes. Yeah. And they come and they just refresh me and I look at them and they say, no, you doing it for us. Mm-hmm. Some of us do have that. Yeah. You know, because I had a little dance background. So when I am on the stage, <laughs> Trinidad and say, performance. Performance. Yes. Yes. So that is the nature of the people we are. It's 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 on our DNA. So now when I use all of that to see that is how I condition how we present style. So I go to the the the, the style makers mm-hmm. and the imagers and mm-hmm. the creative people who bring the garments together and who come up with accessories. And I say, okay, let's tell story. That's why I like to use the word storytelling. I'm a yes. storyteller more than anything else. Yes. How do we find a way to tell a story for it to resonate that will end up with me buying your thing because that's what you want me to do. Right. But right. also you transfer your value mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. So some people, like I, I tell people, how are you only using red all the time so they don't know? And I just talk to them for a while and then I find out. And I said, oh, so you grew up with a grandmother and she used to do red roses and you used to Aww. just sit and look at her. You see? I say, well, that's where the implant is. So let's now tell your story to put on your swing tag of your garment. Yes. The swing tag of your life where the red fetish mm-hmm. in the roses mm-hmm. that your grandmother planted in the front of the house now i want to hear your story and in that conversation i'm going to remember you i'm going to fly back as a tourist in the middle of america and say <laughs> i talked to a guy or a girl yes. who makes garments and it's all imbued with the essence of the oh. grandmother because of her red roses and her care and love for it and you have now put it into mm-hmm. the garment so i have a story to tell you see, see now i call you an influencer yeah because you influence people to bring out the best and from the depth of yeah. where where things come from. That's what I feel. Pertaining to them. Also so that's a purpose a, of mine. You're passionate about about Very. about you, you, yourself and what you do, and and when we first started the conversation, I said something to you, and you said, uh, "Since I'm born, mm-hmm. do you know you were born with that calling? That is a true thing." Well, this is your calling. You were born I, with I that to it's a bring vocation. out. Yes, it has yes. become my vocation for sure. To bring out the best in people and mm-hmm. let them channel that best into avenues where it will be- make them better. Yes. That is how I describe you. That's good. Yeah. I feel yeah. good about that description. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so we, we'll take a break again. And, and I want to talk about how you, you, you coach beauty queens. Mm-hmm to go and be their true self because when a beauty queen comes from under your um tutorship or instructions you can see it when they walk across that big stage Mm -hmm. you can see it so we'll talk about that more with richard young when we come back you're on the charmaine ford show give us a call say hi come on guys stay tuned we'll be right back 
your solution to talk is here. Is here. The Charmaine Ford Show is on Freedom 106.5 FM, hosted by TNT's very own Charmaine Ford. It's innovative, informative, educational, and fun. And fun. It's not just talk, it's a whole lot more. It's all about making that connection with you. With you. Join us on Sundays, 12 noon to 3 p.m. We're bringing to the conversation legendary celebrity guests, increasing awareness, finding solutions on different topics and issues, all while keeping it exciting. exciting. Call the Freedom 106.5 hotline and join the conversation at 627-3223 or 625-2257. Listen to the podcast on our website, tvcradionetwork.co.tt forward slash Freedom 1065 or tune in for the live stream on Freedom 106.5 FM Facebook page. The Charmaine Ford Show, Sundays from 12 noon to 3 p.m. on Freedom, Freedom 106.5 FM for talk that matters. The Charmaine Ford Show is on your radio. So we are back with Mr. Richard Young. Richard, I want to I want to go back from your first day to to now. The, the, the stories that unfolds from then to now. I mean, you you offloaded a lot of of uh, things that that you do and that you're doing, but I wanted to know what what inspired you because I know it was it was born in you. But what is that first day that you you did something to re realize that? Wait a minute. This is what I want to do, and this is what I can do best. Um, well, I, I always had a passion for the arts, you know. I From danced, age 11, age yeah, 10, or yeah, whatever. I always had a passion. I was always peeping in as a voyeur at my aunt, Jean Coggins-Simon. She had a dance studio, and she yes. is a folk heroine of the nation, the first person to get a scholarship in dance back in the 50s under Dr. Eric Williams. Mm -hmm. And I would peep in at the discipline of the dance and the body lines and the movement. So I love that. And then um, sometime, I was young, I was a young teenager, I think, just, yeah. I went to New York with her um, and her dance company, and they went to all of these jazz classes, and I looked on, and I said, those movements I could do. There is a natural <laughs> inclination to do that. So when I came <clears throat> back, I joined her group, and then I danced in the company and then I became part of the National Dance Association for over a decade and performed at all the carnival shows and so. But I always had an eye about how to adjust how the presentations are. I found a lot of the times they were um, open-ended and loose and they needed yes. some tightening. Yes, and, then and you so are a man I of detail. Literature, mm -hmm. and literature, literature is about balance and proportion and rhythm with language and how you translate that language onto stage when you do plays. I was fascinated reading a Shakespeare, reading a Voltaire, because I did a lot of French literature and understanding all the the isms, as I call them, all the philosophies of French yeah. thinking and how it manifests itself on stage in an abstract way and sometimes very real terms. So I was fluctuating between how to present things 
and embed it and sometimes present it in your face. So I, uh, I, and then I was spotted by an Argentinian photographer on Frederick Street. And she said, you should be a model. And I said, yeah. never thought of that. I am dancing. And she said, no. And she started taking pictures of me across the street, run up and down. And then she, she um, sent something abroad and I won something. And then I took part in another something that came here called Borshik <laughs> Model Management. And I was carrying models to the people and I won. And then they sent... <laughs> They sent the contract to go to Japan um, to Alison Hennessy, I remember, on TCT on Dateline. And I went on mm. and I said, you know, and that time I was skinnier, very bony. I had put in kind of full locks and hair was like down to my bottom. So I looked different. I used to wear these Roman sandals. You see, and, I told you you had and, that Grecian um, look. And I told you. But it never came to pass. But when it when that happened, I wanted to come off the stage as a model. So I did a lot of modeling. And then I said I need to come off and use my dance training to tighten how the maneuverings are. So mm -hmm. that it will make it more photographic. The, pho the photography wouldn't be accidentally that we got the shot. You are aware of how you move. Wow. You are aware of how the light falls on you. You are aware of how you use your peripheral vision to balance you and the other person on stage. You are aware of your audience and how you should stare at them and look at them. And you are aware of that visual camera picking you up for, for, yeah. for videography. So that sensitivity and sensibility was in my head. I was always looking in. At, at the thing and therefore playing to that what I say is manipulating perception of the onlooker mm -hmm, mm -hmm. became part of my my mantra so that was what was manipulating perception of, of the, the onlooker. onlooker this is the third time you you mentioned <laughs> somebody looking at you and yes, seeing how I'm you in their yeah, eye yes because if you in yes. their eye not only and then if you are in their eye you makes start, you more memorable yes, too so you make more memorable yes um um, um, situations and, and, and lines and mm -hmm. and then it also if manipulated well it makes for better engagement so I've transformed some of transformed some of what I do to customer service um, work yeah if I can make you go into the eye of the customer and you service their needs and their expectations with a smile even sometimes when you are angry at them, we're going to have better, <laughs> the microphone better responses. You I'm know, switch that we will um, have better stand. responses. And mm -hmm. so I do things like I have a program called the Profit Profile, but I also have a program called the Model Image for those who don't want to model but they want to borrow from the exemplary way yes. that models move and, and that, dress that's confidence and style. too. You know, teaching and confidence. It's all about confidence. Yeah, yeah. So I and and my mother always used to point out something. I would look on television and I would say. There is a lack of continuity in this frame. And she would look at me. I was under 10. She spoke about it just the other day. Wow. And I would say, the woman in the room, before she went through the door, the bang fell on the left eye. And she came through the door, and it's on the right eye. So something is wrong. But we couldn't go back and look at it. Mm -hmm. We weren't able to rewind. Right, but now right. I do it. Like mm -hmm. just last night, I was looking at a movie with Steve, and I said, the frame before this, his shades were off. And it's the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Yes, same the same sentence. So the the, you have to show me that frame yeah. going, that glass yeah. is going on. Otherwise, there's a flaw in the yes. continuity of the movie. Yes. So I had that other eye, mm -hmm. this sixth eye, sixth sense that gave me an eye to fix and adjust the perceptions. Right. So that's where it came from. So now when I understood dance and the responsibility of 
your five positions of dance and what you want to convey and the messaging you want to do and what you want to signal, I have now used that to work with pageants. I've used that to work with models. I've worked, used that to work with people who go in for interviews so they can win. There is a win-win formula mm-hmm. in, my, in my training so that when you go after something, you leave the person with the perception you want them to have. Yes, yes. And not allow them. So there is a direction of dialogue as well embedded in there, which comes from my literature. So you direct the dialogue. Yeah. You don't let them ask you something and stump you. You <laughs> exactly. carry the dialogue where you want it to yes, go, and you are exactly. all ready for it. And then you say, oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. And that time you say, I'm ready for you. You know? So it's all designed and manipulation. It's always a teaching moment with yes. you. and that, that's that what I do. so profound. So I, and, and I have worked with Wendy Fitzwilliams, I've worked with Nicole Dyer Griffith, Atalia Samuel, Tajani Remy recently, both as Miss World and Miss Universe, Ashe Abrams, I'm working with her now, and she's touting the top three for the Miss World contention coming up later on in March. I work with them, and they get an edge. And I always tell them, when you get the training, use it as your edge. When you train, when you train a, a Miss Universe um, contestant or Miss World contestant, do you, apart from, is, is it everything in terms of makeup, where to walk, how to hold your shoulders, how to, to, to smile, how to use your eyes? It's all of the above. It's yeah. all of the above. How to sit, how to walk. Let the unguarded moment you must be in control of. You have to be, you have to be aware of somebody looking through the crack of the door in the next room and catching you and making a comment about you that you were not aware is going to be made. So you have to live in that world. Mm. From the time you go into the public space, mm-hmm. you have to manipulate the perception. Mm-hmm. Those doors, and this doesn't make it artificial because it becomes you. Your confidence becomes you. Yeah. You cultivate it. The way you sit, how you hold your hands, how you handshake, how you mm-hmm. hold a pen, how you hold your glass, how you wide your smile is, how soft your smile is, how lowered your eyes are. You always have to keep all of the, the, yeah. the negatives out because there yeah. are a lot of negatives that could come. You can do things and then you can be giving the suggestion that you're flirting and you don't necessarily wow. want to be flirting. You just want to keep the, the requisite distance to say, I respect you, mm-hmm. I love you as a human being, I want you to do the same for me. Mm-hmm. And these are my ways and those are your ways. Okay, so so you know that there are criterias that the judges look for in a, a Miss Universe or Miss World pageant. And some of them would be like what? And you take that list of things and train and inform you i'm informing you from the eye of the beholder because that's where the beauty is wow, in the eye I like of the that, beholder I like that analogy. so the yeah. eye of the beholder is your adjudicator sometimes some of the adjudicators are not necessarily the best mm-hmm. um in most cases because um, adjudicating panels mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. set up for the purpose of the show branding mm-hmm. more than having the best it's sliding off yeah yeah I don't want it to fall. Yeah? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, that's, that's, what, that's what I, that's what I yeah, do. Yeah, because like some, like things like what the, these international judges would look for or what is the list that they're working from? Well, they're looking to see, to see your composure. They're looking to see charisma. Um, they're looking to see charm. They're looking to see 
confidence and, and I have an alliterative sense that I borrow again from alliterative. You see, all those words are C words. Mm -hmm. So I use that characterization, mm -hmm. which is your portrayal, you know, and how you mesh all of these to make a memorable um, persona. And a, a first, persona. A first, a first impression, impression, memorable persona yes, that yes. says you are a brand ambassador. I can trust you. You wow. engage my trust. You yeah. you 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 um enrapture me with all of these things. How you use your arms, how you use your elbows, how you use your fingers, how you 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 pan your, your audience or pan the person speaking to you. Mm -hmm. Um how direct you are sometimes, how not direct you are. Mm -hmm. You know, using um softer statements like understatements sometimes subliminal messaging mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all of that a little wit and that is what determines that you can handle the moment because it's handling the moment that 30 second question is can you handle the moment when you are thrown on the spot and you handle that moment when you handle that moment you bring your accumulated experience and training mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. bear on the response at that moment yes it's not just let me think of the answer. That nonsense, but I hear people say, when you go up in the show, be natural, Aguil. That is foolish. I was just about to ask that Absolute question. Absolute nonsense. How much natural they have to bring or how much it's acting they have to it's bring. some or how degree much of acting, but acting is not fake. And next thing about acting, acting is living true emotion, probably in a contrived space. But when you are there, you have to become like a conduit through which something spiritual passes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the in the response mm -hmm. you know and you you speak to um what you represent you speak to your platform you speak to the country you speak to the the organization that you are with within which you you reside as as the the brand ambassador mm -hmm. so all of that consciousness has to be there in everything that you articulate so it is not like, you know, for instance, I always do this line. When they ask you a question, it's not so much truisms. What is the color of the sky? Yeah. And you're a delegate. The delegates say, well, I kneel in that I get to know. The sky is blue. <laughs> a question or an engagement is to learn something about you. So you have to find a way Whoa. to share a light on you. Yes. So I would say something like... And how you answer that the question. The sky always fascinated up. me. It's with, on a, on a beautiful, warm day in, in the Caribbean where I'm from. So you're already selling country. Uh -huh. um, and, and I was born and I grew up in the country. And I would stand in the open fields with all the greenery and look up at that blue sky. And where I see the intersection of the green and the blue, I believed in possibility. And I said, I am going to become what I want to become. I am going to shape this world. This is too beautiful. There must be a creator. So in there, you talk religion. You don't say the sky is blue en passant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you talked about you being in the country, <laughs> countryside, you being in the Southern Caribbean, you being in Trinidad and Tobago, all inside of there yes. with the incidentality of the sky being blue. That can't be a, that can't, you can't get 10 points of ball. Oh my God, that's an easy question. The sky is blue. <laughs> you make a lot of sense there. That is true because <laughs> then they can see a level of intelligence. They can see a level of confidence. Then they can see a, le a level of, of dreaming big. 
you know, that you can go out internationally and represent the world. Yes. Yeah. And that's what the responsibility and the rule of a delegate is. So mm -hmm. I make you aware of that. And you use everything in your being, every iota of you, your upbringing. You reference your story. Your story is peculiar to you and unique to you for you to reference. Mm -hmm. You know, um, um, I remember Viola Davis saying when she looks in a, in a cemetery, the, the pain is that there are so many stories untold. Oh, because wow. that's all we are. We are uh, a compilation of stories that yes. we have to use to share, yes. to resonate with each other, to help others find their way mm -hmm. and forge mm -hmm. a way. Mm -hmm. And so that's what it is. So that's what I see as my purpose. My purpose is, and I am still grappling with it. I am not in a free space completely liberated. Far from it. Really? Every day I have daunted moments, as you know. Yes. Every, every month I would have a bad spell. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. because I emerged You're out human. of it, mm -hmm. I use how I emerged out of it on reflection to say, wow, that's the way. So I can share that in my next set of, yes. of, of yes. training or my yes. next set of engaging. Um, that's what you have to do. You have to always see the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel. You always have to see the silver lining and dark, mm -hmm. among the dark clouds. And, and, and always live in hope and always live with optimism. So that comes from coming out of these dark spaces. That's coming out of the valleys, there are mm -hmm. mountains to climb. Mm -hmm. So you climb them, you know. And so that is the teaching generally that I've worked with. And it has made me... Somebody said, you know, you should do talks on reputation management. Yes, yes. Because you are there 30-something years. I know you and say, well, you like to carbon date me. I grew up watching you on TV. <laughs> I, I know, say, I hate what that. Are you telling I me? hate that. What they are you can learn so much you? more yeah. apart from that. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. don't age me age. because we're living in an ageist space. So mm -hmm. you have to, I try to be current. And, and I, I love the young. I'm, I'm, I always tell people, I do not conduct an interview. I have a conversation. Yeah. Because I think about myself being on the other side of the coin. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to say like, well, when you started, how um da, 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 uh, they bring you to the age. People are interested in what you're doing now. You will you will go through that time period real quickly to come to now because yeah. the story the story is bigger now. So I don't do interviews where we have that timeline and specific date and year and all that to age people mm -hmm. because age is, is is timeless yeah 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 as long you as know? you can be um purposeful and relevant yes and 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 current and 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 i love the new energy of the of the youth Mm -hmm. So I always have that around me. So what I use is my expertise to shape sometimes their own their own energies. Yeah. You know, because yeah. the expertise sometimes works in making it work in terms of how you approach, approach corporates and mm -hmm. how you approach audiences and things that they might miss because they don't have the experience. Mm -hmm. But I certainly always like to... Um, embrace uh, new thinking and and critical thinking mm -hmm. and and forward thinking in everything that I do. You know. Yeah, I, I did a I did a thing uh, last week. Um, well, no, this week, and the majority of the, the the women there were older than me. You know, a lot of years on me. So one came up to me. She says, 
how am I mixing you up? You know, but I remember 1969. I'm like, oh yeah, you mixing me up, honey, because 1969 I was a child. Yeah. So I I don't know where you saw me in 1969. Maybe yeah. in a dream or something. Yeah. And in my yeah. head, I'm laughing. I'm like, 1969, <laughs> I was in primary school. <laughs> you know. She says, but you look so much younger than. Um. So I said. 1969 I'm 64 now 1969 I was 10 years old she says yes you see I know I'm mixing it up I don't know who she was talking about (laughs) (laughs) and I I didn't want to ask I didn't want to ask but I was not born when you anyway yeah I I don't like that you know I grew up listening to you some of them grew up listening to me you know it's not necessarily that I'm older than them. It's yeah. just that they're my age and we grew up together in, in the business. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. The time is going, but you're here for the whole show. Yeah, so we will come back and forth. We're going to go into the next segment, which is our T- TCSF Health Matters with Dr. Rachel Corridon. And Rachel will be here to ask questions to her or meet her. And we just have a, a nice conversation all the way through. Um, in five words, five words. Now, you see, you, you, you explain the question and not think about the question, you know, program yourself the way you program these young ladies to answer questions. In five words, how would you describe yourself? I would say I am innovative. One. I am forward thinking. Two. I am risk-taking. Three. I'm enterprising. Four. And I'm loving. Ah, five. Yes, you are. And I will add the sixth one. You are extremely confident. I mean, you have your moments where your confidence level will drop a bit. We are all human, and that happens to everyone. But you exude that type of confidence that when people meet you or see you, it's as if they've known you all your life. When they get to know me. Because they yeah. look at me sometimes at six, three and a half, think I'm aloof, think my eyebrow hook yeah, in my yeah, hairline yeah, and my yeah. nose flare back. Yeah, I have and the same far thing. far from that. Yeah, I have the, because I the same Because as soon as you talk thing. to me, they always say, I didn't know you were so nice. Yeah, say, yeah, am yeah. I looking at Because when I'm sitting in a silent moment and I'm not smiling, that seems you to look, be intimidating. You can have a serious face. You have a little kind of... Don't speak it's to not, me. It's, it's, not, it's not serious face. You know, I think it's focused. And when you see him you know, out in a certain area, he's focused on what he's doing. And if he's sitting by himself, he's planning the next thing hmm. to be doing. So... And I get that a lot too. People mm. think that charming for this, so you know. And taller people have you that know? As a, yeah. as a thing. Yeah. Mm. Taller people. It's like, oh, that's charming for, you know. Come say hi. You know, I'm I'm yeah. I'm a saltfish. Yeah. <laughs> what? We, I'm a saltfish. I'm Me a saltfish. Too. I'm a saltfish. I always say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna take a short pause and come back with our TCFS Health Matters with Dr. Rachel Corridon. More with Richard Young as well. So. Stick around. This conversation is really, really, as I say every week, epic. Epic. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> it's 
Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your solution to talk is here. here. The Charmaine Ford Show is on Freedom 106.5 FM. Hosted by TNT's very own Charmaine Ford. It's innovative, informative, educational, and fun. fun. It's not just talk. It's a whole lot more. It's all about making that connection with you. you. Join us on Sundays, 12 noon to 3 p.m. We're bringing to the conversation legendary celebrity guests, increasing awareness, finding solutions on different topics and issues, all while keeping it exciting. Exciting. Call the Freedom 106.5 hotline and join the conversation at 627-3223 or 625-2257. Listen to the podcast on our website, tbcradionetwork.co.tt forward slash Freedom 106.5 or tune in for the live stream on Freedom 106.5 FM Facebook page. The Charmaine Ford Show, Sundays from 12 noon to 3 p.m. on Freedom Freedom. 106.5 FM for talk that matters. The Charmaine Ford Show is on your radio. All right, we are back on the Charmaine Ford Show. Um, somebody said to tell my neighbor hello. That means Richard Young. <laughs> somebody lives in um, Maracas. Can you? Can you? Can you? Is it working? <laughs> Check your mic, Richard. Yeah. Hello. Nope. It's not. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that one. Hello. Maybe it's that one over there. I don't know. We're going to get it working. Because <laughs> she has to be part of the conversation. <laughs> so, let us do a recap really quick on, on what we, we spoke about last week. And then you go straight into um, what you want to talk about this week. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Rachel Corridon is back with us on the Charmaine Ford Show Health Matters. And she'll be here next week for our last um, our last show before we go into hiatus on the 26th of November is our last show um, for season two. So, um, oh. It feels sad, but it's okay. It's okay. Charmaine. Yeah, Charmaine's got to do what Charmaine's <laughs> got to do. So you can move that one from there. No, no, no. It's, uh, go ahead. Yeah? Okay. We're doing all kinds of stuff in this yeah. in this studio today. Jeez yeah, Louise. All right. Is it working? Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. So welcome back, my dear. Thank you. Beautiful. Richard, this woman has a voice on her. Mm-hmm. She leads praise and worship in her in her in her oh, church. Her husband that's a is very the pastor resonant of the voice. Yes, yes. like yes. a sense of style so too. So she's yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Good. <laughs> right. You all can't see her shoes. Yes, honey. But, wow. And she's a size eight. Guys, mm-hmm. I'm here with Mr. Richard Young. And Richard he said, Young. I have a good sense of style. Hello, <laughs> hello, pastors. The first lady of the of the church has to have a sense of yes. style, for sure. <laughs> Especially black black um, churches. Oh my God, the first lady is like put together to the T. Aisha Mifford, Harper said good afternoon and he loves the show and welcome back, guys. Thank <laughs> you, my dear Harper. How are you? Nice to nice to hear from you. Hey, Harper. Yeah. Nice. Somebody wants to know if you're related to the Corridons and Gonzalez. I would have to ask my husband. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm she's Corridon Mrs. Corridon. Yeah, yeah, by marriage. Yes. So it's probably the hubby is. Yeah. I have to come and visit your church, you know. 
I must, I must, I must, I must. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go right into um, the issue at hand. You're talking pregnancy, labor, and delivery. Yes. So last week we spoke about, you recap what we spoke about, and then we'll go into the... So last week we spoke about the preconception, so before getting pregnant. We emphasize that we want our woman to have a visit before. We want you to be your best healthy self before getting pregnant. And if you don't desire pregnancy, we advocate family planning. So that was our starting point, our yes. jump off. Yes. And also early booking. So once you have realized that you've missed your period, you've done your pregnancy test and it's positive, we want you to come in early so that we can detect any abnormalities or issues from the beginning of the pregnancy. And early booking is making an appointment with... As soon as you get pregnant. With you. yeah. With, sure, with yeah. me, a yeah. gentle gynecologist, <laughs> but, but, but your yeah. doctor, and that can be your midwife, your local health center, your private doctor, your GP, your gynecologist, just get to medical care, mm -hmm. right, as soon as you find out that you're pregnant. After that, we spoke about some of the issues that may come like in your second trimester. We also spoke about getting our ultrasounds early to make sure where our pregnancy yes. is. Make sure the baby has a heartbeat because that's important. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. want to make sure you don't have uh, an ectopic pregnancy. That's a pregnancy outside of the womb. Right. I was just about we spoke to about ask getting all of your lab reports done, your screenings done for things like HIV and syphilis. And then we went, jumped off into your second trimester. And we spoke about that very important scan, the anomaly scan at 18 to 22 weeks where we are looking to see that the baby has been, all the organs are in place and formed well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's a head to toe, all limbs, all fingers, all toes. Oh, wow. Everything that they're looking at mm -hmm. on the baby. And we then started to talk about some of the issues like wrong ligament pain, vomiting in pregnancy. And that's where we kind of ended. Mm -hmm. We also spoke about some of your cravings. Weird things. <laughs> <laughs> weird Are we things asking you to call in or, or text us and, and, and let us know what some weird of the weird things. cravings that we've had? Yeah. I had yeah. cookies, chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> and hot pepper sauce. Yes, that, I, that was that one of my favorite. That was in my mind. I don't understand yes, that one. That, I think that was the best thing ever. I don't mm, know. Mm, mm. I don't know. Tell me, try it now. No, no. I always liked. Chinese food and gyros, gyros, gyros. gyros. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my fridge was full of Chinese food, and I told you my daughter, she's she's gonna be thirty one in January, and she loves her Chinese. favorite food is Chinese food. Wow. And yeah. my cupboard was full of ramen. So that's what we <laughs> speak about. <laughs> ramen. Yeah. So so now we're going into the third trimester. Yes. So yes. Go ahead. <laughs> so in the third trimester, this is where, I mean, every part of pregnancy is important, but in Trinidad and Tobago, viability is from 28 weeks internationally from 24 weeks. What does that mean? It means that if anything is to happen to you, if the baby is to come at that point, we have to do everything that we can to save the baby. Mm -hmm. So we are looking closely at the patient from 28 weeks. And one of the first things that we want to do at that time, we want to mm -hmm. continue screening for high blood pressure mm -hmm. and definitely diabetes in pregnancy. So diabetes in pregnancy would have checked your fit before, 
but as we enter the third trimester now we're looking to see if the pregnancy itself is causing the diabetes so we're going oh, to screen wow. you again yeah and yes you have to drink the glucose and yes it tastes uh, yucky but glucose sugar? Yes, glucose i love water. glucose sugar oh I my just, gosh i just eat that on a teaspoon what? i love glucose sugar my oh gosh my gives you so much energy and so no, much no it life. doesn't yes it uh, does <laughs> no i don't agree <laughs> okay but, sorry so yes, in the first trimester i just want to give you some reassurance in the first trimester that may have been extremely difficult mm -hmm. but mm. in the third trimester it's much better yeah it, yeah, it, so it, it, when you're drinking, it's like mm, water off a duck. But you, but you know, with the glucose water, you used to have it in the little bottles. Um, when I was, when I had my daughter, I was so exhausted. Mm -hmm. They said I fell asleep, and she needed to be fed. Okay. So they start saying to my mom, "We have to wake her." My mom says, "No, leave her alone." Look, she she went through a really long labor, and she's mm -hmm. tired. She says, "But what are we gonna feed the the baby? The baby's hungry and screaming." And <laughs> they went and they got glucose sugar in bottle and they fed her that. So Ooh. now, according to our baby friendly hospital initiative, we want to ensure that mommy and baby are together and we advocate breastfeeding. So you but can do yeah, it lying down. She did. She you, did. No, so if she's screaming and she's hungry, you lie down and relax. Put the the breast. But I was fast the asleep the though, so they That's they should okay. have they yes. should have done it yes. for me. Are you yes. sleeping? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we are helping you in that process. So right. You would once when you're on the ward, we have our nurses, our midwives, ENEs, interns, doctors. Mm -hmm. Everyone Everybody. is trained to mm -hmm. assist our moms to make sure that they establish breastfeeding, right. that they're comfortable when they leave. Right. So. I want to I, 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 I <laughs> ask you something about that. Sure. What is the what is the thing with women are not breastfeeding? What 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 are some of the reasons that you get as a doctor? So um, that's for some it's a personal choice. They have a misconceived notion that their mm. breasts are going to sag sag or hang. But once your breasts become full, once you became pregnant and your breasts become full, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it gonna happen anyway whether yes. you feed yes. that baby yes. or oh, not. Right. And their surgery, you can fix it after. I mm -hmm. couldn't get her right. to latch on <laughs> to to the breast, and the, my nipples started to get so raw after a while. I right. I started to pump, and then eventually, it stopped producing. So I put her on mm. the, the. So the the thing is, we want to um, have sustained or continuous on-demand feeding. So we're looking at the baby's cues to make sure that we're feeding when baby wants and we're not missing the time. We're not oh, adding yeah. other yeah. other things like formula. formula. We're definitely not mm -hmm. adding water. We're not adding flour porridge. We're not adding any of those things, <laughs> right? Also, we want to yeah. start from the beginning. So we want to make sure mommy is comfortable, mommy is fed, mommy is hydrated, mommy and baby are comfortable with the latching process because mm -hmm. it starts with that. Right. It starts with how you bring the baby to the breast. It starts with how you position the baby. Mm -hmm. Baby is in line. Baby is hmm. you bringing the baby to the breast, not the breast. So to sometimes yeah. you hunching over like that. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. you relax and you bring the baby to you. Baby's mouth wide open. 
yeah. at yes most of the areolas <laughs> in the mouth yeah. and that is what is going to um help you establish proper uh, uh, and you know dog, you know dog what i thought because i was so i was so heavy busted i thought i was gonna stifle her to smother the baby to smother <laughs> her. And I, so i always used to have to squeeze the the areola areola, areola and push it back so just the nipple no, gets there. So, no, so that's I why she you were suffocate. True. No, so you get the areola in, and what you can do if you're a bit concerned about the size of your breast, you can use two fingers and just gently push hold back. it away yeah. Yeah. from the baby's yeah. nose, oh. and baby is fine. And trust mm -hmm. me, when baby is finished, baby will just let it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's it. And that's yeah. it. But doc, um, question again. Based on what you eat, does that determine what the baby tastes when, when they breastfeed or what? Or is that just a myth? It can happen. So, okay. So what you take in, it can affect the baby's own bowel movements and stuff like that. Oh. So for instance, you're passing on the nutrition, right? right? You're passing on the nutrition, some of the, the biochemicals and, and, and et cetera. Mm -hmm. So some people may say when they eat pepper, Really? Mm -hmm. Baby mm -hmm. had a bit of an issue. When I ate a lot of mangoes, mm -hmm. lots of pampers. Oh. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, generally, baby is going to get the best of what you're eating. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's nice. this is going to g come through your breast milk. It's the best part of what you're eating. That's right. what the baby is going to And that first, that first milk, they call it solid gold or it's something. It's called like colostrum. Yeah. So, and that's what. That's another reason that women you ask like that that's right. the question you ask. Mm -hmm. Why women think they cannot breastfeed? Because they think that as soon as this baby pops out, mm. their breast supposed to be filled and well, a yeah. lot of milk is just supposed to be flowing. Well, yeah. Right? Like the land of milk mm -hmm. and honey. Yes, mm -hmm. it no. should be. No. The first milk is colostrum. It's thin. It's just a little because the baby's stomach is extremely small mm -hmm. and that's all the baby requires. And you may not see it on squeezing and manipulating the nipple mm. the baby is going to what get it down the by the let down reflex yeah. as the baby sucks yeah. right so that's another reason i don't have any milk Whoa. just put the baby to the breast and you'll see something different right and that full breast is going to happen like day two or three right. mm -hmm. that's when you're going to so see the baby's Suck, suckling on the on the that's a good word to use yes yes that is what stimulates correct the, and yeah. it's the same the and that's why you get belly pain as well oh. so the same hormone that caused your contractions right. the oxytocin mm -hmm. so as you suck oxytocin is released from mm -hmm. your brain mm -hmm. and it causes the ducts to excrete the milk and they call it the let down. You, get, yes. you can get a flat stomach breastfeeding and you can lose. Oh, I know. Okay, so we're um, talking about <laughs> breastfeeding now. So. Okay. We, 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 we'll get back. I digress. And, and you, you, you lose that, your breast gets smaller. So there are Is lots of benefits uh, to breastfeeding. But that's a myth. That's a myth. Lots of benefits, both to mommy yeah. and to baby. So we would generally. Um, break them up into the benefits yeah. to the mom and okay, the benefits dog. to the baby. Okay, get back on track. Go back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, we were speaking about diabetes and drinking the glucose uh, the glucose sugar, sugar. 75 yeah. grams of glucose. Please, ladies, do not skip that test. So many patients I see, doc, I didn't go and do it yet. Mm. Doc, I don't have diabetes. Doc, <laughs> I'm feeling good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't say that. We have to give your body the challenge of, of sugars mm -hmm. to see how your body is going to respond and then... 
we will be able to tell you if you're diabetic or not. And it's, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Now, it is a complication of pregnancy, but we are here to help you through it. So don't be scared of the diagnosis. So pregnancy can induce that, that the diabetes Correct. symptoms? Yes, it is wow. an issue of the placenta because the placenta also produces hormones. And mm -hmm. one of the hormones is called human placenta. Yes, I'm seeing all the loves. Human yeah. placenta um, <laughs> lactogen. And that hormone causes your body to not use sugars properly. And so then you develop diabetes. Wow. Yes. wow. All right, so that's the diabetes. So we're going to be screening you for high blood pressure, diabetes, and pregnancy. If you are diabetic, we'll be continually or monthly screening you for um, urinary tract infections because they are more likely in the diabetic woman and they can cause you to, in the early pregnancy to have miscarriages and to have full-on hmm. what we call sepsis or full-body infection. Yes. 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 It's wow. an infection. It's, yeah. it's no. bacteria. Yes. yes. So I didn't even know spread that. into your stream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Mm -hmm. And in the third trimester as well, we're also going to look out for low blood count or anemia because you may have started off really good in the beginning of the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And after 20 weeks, everything starts to go downhill. So you're like, mm -hmm. you come in and your blood count is eight or nine and you're in shock because it was 12 before. Mm -hmm. But it's just because one, maybe you were not taking your iron every day right. or you're taking it um, sometimes with milk and not with juices. That's an important um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. piece of information. How you take your iron affects how it's absorbed. Mm -hmm. So, you so when you say go downhill, what do you mean? Meaning the blood count is dropping, and you mm -hmm. wouldn't know unless we test it. Yeah. Because you're not yeah. eating properly. And also, you your baby, the pregnancy is utilizing your body's yeah. resources. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me ask you about, you know, um, in the third trimester, I remember when I was in my third trimester, I mm. started getting a lot of um, pain, like, like joint pains. Yeah. And then the doctor says the calcium and... What, what is that? So they be extracting a lot. The yeah. Hormone, and my teeth yeah. want to fall out and all kind of things. So yeah, what's these, up with that? These things happen. <laughs> so in terms of the, the dental issues, if you had any issues with your teeth before, it may get worse oh my in the pregnancy. Joint pains and carpal tunnel syndrome, which I had bilateral. Really? Yeah, that's because of, again, hormones <laughs> they yeah. wreck our bodies right so the progesterone it causes inflammation and build up compression in the in the, in the joints in the passageway on the nerve mm -hmm. and that causes the pain and tingling numbness in the so hands the, oh. yeah. it happens in the elbows, elbows. so the pregnancy is depleting some of your nutrients that much that will cause well, in terms of the dental issues, yes, yeah. that's your calcium and stuff like that. And that is more likely, let's say, in women who are one, lower socio socioeconomic status, so they don't eat well. They didn't eat well in the beginning, so they enter mm -hmm. the pregnancy not being well fed, right? Yes. You, or, or you had dental issues prior, mm -hmm. right? And also, we we also look out for women who are in terms of like in their living environments they don't have a lot of support abuse different things so you may find it so displaced persons you may find those issues falling out of teeth and all those things mm -hmm. everything you have to look at the the woman as a whole everything her health social health mental health everything works together 
and yeah. you know and because too the stresses you know mm-hmm. you're single you're going to be a single parent mm-hmm. you have to now take care of this yeah human human being, being. you don't have the extra help anywhere yeah. so that really depletes your whole yeah. your whole system your, whole, your entire system yeah, yeah. Go ahead, I, I had yeah oh. sorry go ahead. no i just wanted to comment because the silence is loud with yeah. me sitting here, so <laughs> and, <laughs> and none of the issues definitely apply to me. <laughs> it also makes it me it, it also makes me very aware how much that we are animals, which is because Correct. it's very zoological this dialogue. <laughs> and so you know, so it's and therefore I think I want to commend the show for doing this because this is really, really, really critical for people to know yes. and for the openness of the dialogue. Yes. Because, you know, um, talking about your anatomy in real terms and not in implicit terms mm-hmm. is very important. But just to, to pose a question because based on what you had asked about teeth and things falling out and to kind of align it with me, with my area of beauty and fashion, they say, I grew up saying, hearing that, and I used to be saying, they lie. Mm-hmm. Women are their most beautiful when they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. I grew up hearing that. Their skin, skin and hair and, yeah. and so on. Yeah. Boo, but, I love but, but then, <laughs> then, when you brought up the point, that's what I grew up. I grew up with women and seeing a story and true look <laughs> all around your nose get black, your yes. lip get fat and dark, your eyes swell, your, your teeth foot. like it's coming out, it's shaking. <laughs> Your hair falling out. Your hair falling out. (laughs) Your ankles swelling. I say, is it a reinterpretation of beauty or what? So this trimester does that to you. So in the beginning, you know, your skin changes Uh and your acne disappears and, you Mm. know, you look all shiny and you're just starting to get Mm. this bump and then the bump starts to do other things you yeah. know so you, then it yeah. gets heavier and you get the swelling in the ankles and the swelling uh, the swelling on the mm. nose yes. and yes. then you have the hormones too causing the darkening of the skin yes. and all of that you know so yes and also you mentioned back in in i don't want to say back in your time remember yeah mm-hmm. yes <laughs> but you would find more of women losing their teeth and stuff because they had a lot of kids mm. a oh. lot of children and back to back so oh. their body never got a chance to recover. To yes, recover. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So that was that makes, that sense. That that makes a well. lot of sense. And I remember my hair got so long. Mm. Yes. Oh I my gosh. Them. Yeah, got so long, and mm-hmm. I was, you know, so so beautiful, uh, you know, on that. Um, I would have loved to see you with long flowing hair, Charmin. I had long hair. I had long hair to begin with, mm. but in my pregnancy, my hair was the middle of my back natural hair i went straighten it out and it was just beautiful mm. and my skin i don't know if i ever got the the, the, the i didn't get the, of the nose. and i didn't get the, the broad nose but no. you see my 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 feet were swollen my hands were swollen i look like a strong man toffee you know what i'm gonna think like i walk so one step today one yeah, step yeah, tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. wow yeah. so pregnancy I want to talk about pregnancy and hypertension because mm-hmm. that was a problem for me and I didn't okay. even know I had high blood pressure issues. So what what we first we have to say what it is. Right? Okay. So one you can enter the pregnancy with it so you are known to have high blood pressure or from your first visit before 20 weeks your blood pressure on two occasions was more than 140 on the top or 90 on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's how we would diagnose you as having high blood pressure 
after 20 weeks, we say it's because of the pregnancy. So if the first time you had an elevated blood pressure was after 20 weeks, we would say this is pregnancy-induced um, oh, hypertension. Okay. Yeah. Right? So we, you may see us saying PIH, pregnancy-induced hypertension. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, how, what do we do from the beginning when we find out about your high blood pressure? If you're entering the pregnancy with it, we want to make sure that your kidneys are doing well. So we would make sure and do a basic renal function test, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing we would want to do is check on your medications that you were on because some of the medications that you're on outside of pregnancy are not good in pregnancy. Oh. Anything that ends with pril, for instance, so like enalapril, lisinopril, yeah. atenolol, some of those we, we don't give or, or your diuretics, the ones that make mm. you uh, use the bathroom a lot. Mm -hmm. yes. We don't the use side, those. The yes. yes, the sides. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't use those in pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, also, we would want to know how is your control. So we would be asking you to do your blood pressures at home. Right? And that's, so that's the beginning of the pregnancy. I was so bad at that. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we want, and mm. also we will tell you your targets, right? Mm -hmm. So we want you to be around 135 on 85, somewhere mm -hmm. around there. Mm -hmm. We would also tell you what is severe, which is more than 160 on the top or 110 on the bottom. Ooh, I've gotten to over 160 Ooh. at one time. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. So that, those are severe range. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. after 20 weeks, this is when it starts to get sticky. Right, mm -hmm. because now we are dealing. If you're entering 20 weeks, we've given you medications, and you're still r in those ranges. We have to add more medication. It sometimes becomes an issue where we have to decide mom versus baby, mom versus baby, because oh. in terms of the mom, after 20 weeks, we are looking at something called preeclampsia. That is where, with the high blood pressure, you start spilling protein into the urine. And that spillage of protein has a, a, like a domino effect on the rest of your body. So you get swelling around the brain, swelling around the liver. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. And that's swe swelling around the eyes. So that's why some women, when the situation gets very dire, they can't see. They get severe headaches. Mm -hmm. And the last thing is a fit or a seizure. Mm. And that's where we don't want to get. That is called eclampsia. Mm -hmm. wow. So we are so, so very careful with our moms who are hypertensive. We are on you like ticks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 To maintain control, we make sure that you are educated as well to know when to come in. Mm. So when to come in, the blood pressure is more than 160 on the top, 110 on the bottom. Or those symptoms after 20 weeks, headache visual disturbances pain in your upper tummy get to the hospital wow yeah wow. but 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 you, you mentioned high blood pressure what about diabetes so in terms of diabetes we are basically asking you to stick yourself for at least four times a day Oof. Right? and you know you're gonna forget <laughs> to do that yes we want to maintain control sometimes we could do it just on diet so we're going to be sending you to the dietitian Mm -hmm. We're going to be, and now, through the Directorate of Women's Health, you can get a free blood sugar testing machine, mm -hmm. nice. and you can test yourself three times a week. So mm -hmm. you get strips for that amount of testing. Mm -hmm. so, I want to, go ahead. <laughs> so yeah. you're testing yourself three times a week, and you're going to be getting frequent ultrasounds, especially after 28 weeks, and all of this is available in the public system. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can go privately, but you can get all of this care 
in mm. the public mm-hmm. system. So don't stay home. Right. Come to us. Yes. Can, you, can, yes. You, can yes. you mention the dangers of having high blood sugar when it comes to pregnancy? Right. So in terms of high blood sugars, in for mommy, mm. we always split it up, as I said, mommy and baby. Right. So for mommy, if her blood sugars goes very high, she can go into what we call a diabetic coma. Right? That's the immediate effect. Mm. Long term kidney issues, eye issues, and could end up on dialysis and stuff like that. Lose her toes. But that's long term. But in the pregnancy, we're talking about diabetic coma, diabetic ketoacidosis. With the baby, oh, and frequent urinary tract infections or bad full-blown infection in the body, which we call sepsis. Mm -hmm. In terms of the baby, what we are looking for to prevent by getting control is preventing a big baby that's mm. a baby that cannot pass through the passage or if it gets through the passage it stinks mm. Good. and right. can't you, come out I so remember, remember we spoke, spoke about shoulder dystocia yes, yes, before yes, yes, yeah, right so that's a big baby a lot of fluid around the baby so we call that polyhydramnios mm-hmm. and if that happens then baby can't settle in the right position if the water bag breaks, the cord could come down before the baby, and that's a cord prolapse. That's yes. an emergency. Mm-hmm. It can cause the placenta to separate because it pops very violently, and the placenta separates, right? Mm-hmm. So that's fl- a lot of fluid around the baby. Mm-hmm. And the one we want to really, really prevent, which is heartbreaking, is stillbirth, right? Babies of diabetic moms are at a very high risk, risk of yeah. stillbirth even when we have control. A stillbirth starts wow. from, from what month? Still, we, we describe stillbirth from viability. So internationally from 24 weeks and here 28 weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it, could be, it, could, it could be um, a, a fresh stillbirth, meaning baby was alive up to the point when labor and delivery was happening and mm-hmm. baby comes out dead, right? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. passed away. And then you can have a peeling stillbirth where we're not really sure when it happened, yeah. but baby passed away inside of mommy's tummy and comes out with the skin, with the skin peeling. And, and that could be like causing a lot of, lot of um, toxic and septic. Yeah, and I, know, I yeah. know someone who, um, lady. who, who had a, still, a stillbirth mm-hmm. and the baby came out with the skin peeling. Yeah. That it's, was it's, really it's, sad. It's really mm-hmm. a sad sight. That means baby's yeah. starting to... The, the, human starting to break down yes yeah. so basically there's no blood supply so yeah. the baby the skin isn't being fed with blood supply mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. it starts to degenerate degenerate yeah. yeah so i want to add again here from yeah. my perspective but, but before you do that Richard, I, wanted, I wanted to add something from your perspective and a digressing <laughs> because is that a myth when they say when the woman is pregnant the man feels this and that and the other what is it, exactly it can, that? It can happen, and I have a personal family yes. <laughs> example yes. where it actually did happen. He had symptoms just like his wife and none he had. Yeah. What? Really? <laughs> like I don't what? Know. It was very weird. <laughs> the vomiting and all. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. It's psychological. It's psychological. I would think so, because you're not feeling the, the, the child, and well, then maybe men could have... Anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Richard. What so was your my point was like, so what is being consciously said here is that you have to be really, really preparing for your baby. Yes. You have to be a healthy human being that is responsible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, my other thought was, 
if they have so much drama, it have a lot of baby done make already. <laughs> Go and adopt one. Because it's true. if you true. have that stress mm-hmm. as impending, and I and, and you know, um, and this is not to deny maternal instinct and so on. Yes. But if you have preconditions that look like it, it thing. They are nice little babies that are born and <laughs> yes, healthy yes. and without mummies and daddies. But, but, and a great yeah. adoption be good. Yeah. And that's <laughs> it because some of those things are very scary there. And I don't is. think people take the yeah. responsibility of getting pregnant mm-hmm. or doing whatever is required to make sure that the baby comes out healthy. Mm. Um, mm. Because I know people and I don't hear that dialogue. That's why I'm telling you. This, yes. like, this dialogue is a fascinating dialogue. Yes. I got pregnant, um, whatever, yeah, led correct. to it, yes. and uh, the baby making. Yeah, and, and, that's and, it. The, and then you get a kind of consciousness and want to do the clinical, to go to the clinic and just do those things. But it's before that, what you were doing with yourself before that, yes. that yes. would have pre- prepared you for a better birth, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and not only during the pregnancy. So a lot of what um, Doc is bringing up there. Is yes. um, that consciousness as a human being? Some of it is a to, deterrent yeah, to yeah, get pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you so know, I was just people that. who want to get pregnant too, they want to make sure that they experience that. Yeah, you know, yeah, they can still adopt, but they pregnant. want to feel the pain the, and so. You know yeah. what it entails. I still have to, a question. <laughs> they feel like they're not complete <laughs> as a woman yes. Yes. if yes. they yeah. haven't completed the cycle of making a baby. Yeah. Mm. It's a special thing, though, yeah. for sure. It's a special Oof. thing because it's special. It's a, it takes a lot. It takes a <laughs> lot. It takes special. a whole yeah. lot. A whole <laughs> lot. I guess I, w- I, w- I guess I was a little fortunate because I was always into exercise and eating healthy. So my pregnancy, I really had no major complications except for the detecting that my pressure was rising. Right. So that had to happen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... You know, I kept it under control, you know, and um, it was fine. And there are some lucky girls. Like, I have some models. It's almost <laughs> like they go, plutunk. Yes. And, and they come back it. out of two it. weeks yeah. after, and they yeah. say, when is the next show? And yeah. they're tight, and yes. the baby. Yeah. And they're good. And I'm wondering, and they say, I never had any complications. Yeah, I just right. went, it's time right. to deliver, and I delivered, and my child <laughs> is good, and yes. I'm good. We spoke about that last night. <laughs> <laughs> the snap Two back. hours and she was gone. Snap yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We take a break here and um, we'll come back with more with Dr. Ca- Corridon. All the time. Yeah. Why All are you doing time. it? Why are you doing I, it? I almost put an A instead <laughs> of the O. Is is, is Corridon a more, more um, popular name? But it's no Corridon. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. We'll be right back with the Charmaine Ford Show. Your solution to talk is here. here. The Charmaine Ford Show is on Freedom 106.5 FM. Hosted by TNT's very own Charmaine Ford. It's innovative, informative, educational, and fun. fun. It's not just talk. It's a whole lot more. It's all about making that connection with you. you. Join us on Sundays, 12 noon to 3 p.m. We're bringing to the conversation legendary celebrity guests, increasing awareness, finding solutions, 
discussions on different topics and issues, all while keeping it exciting. exciting. Call the Freedom 106.5 hotline and join the conversation at 627-3223 or 625-2257. Listen to the podcast on our website, tbcradionetwork.co.tt forward slash Freedom 106.5 or tune in for the live stream on Freedom 106.5 FM Facebook page. The Charmaine Ford Show, Sundays from 12 noon to 3 p.m. on Freedom, Freedom. 106.5 FM for talk that matters. Gentlemen and those who love them. Freedom is dedicating a whole month to our men because when they're healthy, the world thrives. This November, under the banner of Healthy Men, Healthy World, we're rolling up our sleeves to tackle men's health head on. Join them from November 10th to 30th as we dive into vital topics taking charge of your health, the power of checking in on a buddy, and building health together. Plus, we'll spotlight inspiring male role models who are leading the charge to a healthier tomorrow. So tune in, join the conversation, and be part of the movement. On Freedom 106.5 FM, where healthy men create a healthy world. Are you dreaming of a magical home makeover? One that will leave your kitchen, living room, dining room, and master bedroom looking brand new? Well, your wish is about to come true. This holiday season, Guardian Media Limited, Color Shop, and Standard Distributors Limited are teaming up to bring you the, the ultimate Christmas home makeover. Win a complete home makeover from new furniture and appliances to a fresh coat of paint. Your home will be transformed into a winter wonderland on Christmas Eve. Here's the best part. You can also win mini vouchers worth $100, $300, and $500 every day. Entering is easy. Simply purchase a Guardian newspaper, find the daily code, and enter it on the standard website or shop at standard and you'll automatically be entered to win. It's the perfect opportunity to give your home the upgrade it deserves. Promotion runs November 20th to December 20th. The grand prize winner will be announced on December 21st. Be part of the Christmas home makeover promotion and unwrap the home of your dreams. Brought to you by Guardian Media Limited, Color Shop, Standard Distributors, and CNC3. This promotion is approved by the NLCB. It's going to be a Merry Cricket Christmas as West Indies takes on England. We home for Christmas in Trinidad for two T20 internationals at the Brian Lara Cricket Academy. Bring your crew and come dressed in your Christmas outfits on Tuesday, December 19th and Thursday, December 21st. Locals get 50% off regular match tickets plus an extra 20% off when you buy your tickets online. West Indies versus England. Visit windyscricket.com for tickets, fixtures, and more info. Well, there's the link. Don't miss this opportunity to own an original work of kinetic art from 24 of our leading artists. Experience this amazing display at the Central Bank Museum, Independence Square, Port of Spain, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., Monday to Friday. Experience art that moves and art that will move you. Yes, folks, now is the time to acquire or lease moving kinetic art to decorate your offices, lobbies and homes. Delight and mesmerize your customers and friends with art that changes every second right before your eyes. At the Central Bank Museum Independent Square Port of Spain 9am to 4pm Monday to Friday. Exhibition ends November 30th and admission is free. See you there. The Charmaine Ford Show is on your radio.
Oh my gosh, behind the scenes. <laughs> the scene and all, you know. Yes. Go and check them out on TBC ah. Radio Network.co.tt. Air policy, these three people in front here. <laughs> no the behavior. Thing, the things that comes out of Charmaine's mouth. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Doc, let's go into labor. Sure. When, 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 and how? I had a question. Where was it? Where, what was it? What is a false labor, and how do I identify true labor? That's what I'm So, false labor, or Braxton Hicks, yeah. as we would know the actual term to be, means that you're having irregular. Irregular means you can't put a time to it. You can't write it down and say, it's coming every hour, it's coming every 30 minutes. It's supposed to be uncomfortable, but the pain is not supposed to be excruciating like true labor pain. Mm -hmm. So it will be irregular abdominal contract, um, uterine contractions. So you'll feel stiffening and then it will relax and it may come back to back within an hour and then for the rest of the day you're fine. Mm -hmm. Also, the Braxton Hicks will not cause the mouth of your womb to open. Right? So you're not going to, you're only in labor when you are having regular strong contractions that are causing the mouth of your womb to open. So the baby is not going to fly out with the no, false labor. No. <laughs> but it can be quite uncomfortable and we have to acknowledge that. And so if you are concerned, you're free to come in to see But I mean, the on. doctors will be able to monitor like every five minutes it's coming, every hour it's coming, whatever. But the pregnant woman... So you can... You can uh, there are apps, so pregnancy apps that you can download on your phone. They can convert straight from your menstrual calendar to a pregnancy app, right? Mm -hmm. So you could put in, and they then convert to a labor, <laughs> a labor <laughs> timer. Yeah. So you can start. Um, it's just with a click, and it's with the clicks. It will tell you how much time in between each click, mm -hmm. and you will see that it's irregular. So it came an hour ago, it came five minutes ago, then ten minutes ago, then thirty minutes, then five minutes again and then nothing mm -hmm. so it's that is not labor that's not how labor is going to be your labor the contractions are going to become closer together intensifying strength and you're definitely going to know <laughs> that you're yeah. in labor wow. yeah mm -hmm. so that's how how you will know the baby is coming and it's yes. time to go to the hospital yes yeah times and to go to the hospital as you mentioned that point if you are having any bleeding right and mm -hmm. we will classify that bleeding let's start from there mm -hmm. seeing mucus mixed with blood is called a bloody shoe that is not doctor bleeding <laughs> that is normal <laughs> that is fine you can you can monitor that it will keep coming over a few days or for some women it the whole mucus that's your mucus plug for some women mm -hmm. it may come in in one go but for others, you may be wiping for, for two days straight and mm -hmm. that is still there, right? Mm -hmm. So that's your mucus plug. We are speaking about bright red blood running down your legs or soiling your, your underwear, filling a pad. That's not normal. Wow. You need wow. to come in for that. If your waters break, mm -hmm. you need to come in. Now, some women are not sure if it's urine or if their waters have broken. If you're not sure, come in. But usually when your waters have broken, the water is going to continue to come. Oh. So you'll... Oh, right? Okay. Or you may feel a big gush. Gush, yeah. Right? 
So that's um that's what I felt a bit. Yeah. Gush. So that's the breaking yeah. of your waters. Yeah. And if you're having strong regular contractions, depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> where you live? Yeah. So <laughs> if you live across the road. So we have some patients <laughs> at Sangha Grand Hospital, they literally live across the road. Right. So, <laughs> so you don't you have can, to run into the yeah, hospital. You don't have yeah. to rush. Yeah. So if you are home, the baby is moving in between your contractions. You you walk around your home. You're with your family, so you're with your support system. Mm-hmm. That's important. You have light meals uh, ever so often during the day. You monitor your contractions, monitor the baby's movement. When your pain starts to be about every 10 minutes, 15 mm-hmm. minutes, straight, mm-hmm. right? Then yeah. you come in straight to, to the hospital. If you live far away... Like we yeah, have the Guayas so. and the Mayaro and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, listen to me. If it's getting pink up. Yes. <laughs> Just get, get the, mm-hmm. You know Evian Sammy? Of Ev- course. She said she's not yes. hearing. What, what? She's hearing now. No. She should be hearing okay. now. Good, good. Yes. Elizabeth my, Francis yeah. says, hi, Doc. She's another fabulous designer. Oh. Hi, Charmaine Ford. Hi, Richard. Very hi, Elizabeth. <laughs> informative conversation. Well, I had only beautiful pregnancies. Everything <laughs> got better. L-O-Z. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. So, I, I have a question here, right? Mm-hmm. Someone wants to find out, what is the ideal snack to eat at night if you are pre-diabetic? <laughs> so, too many hours don't pass until you wake up. So, like, apparently the doctor told her that, you know, you have to get up in the night and eat a snack. So that's the 10 p.m. snack, and that's usually for our diabetic moms on insulin. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure you get a little something and keep it light. So you can have, like, the dietitian, actually, mm-hmm. not me. The mm-hmm. dietitian <laughs> is <laughs> going to direct you as to what that meal should be, but usually it's like six cricks and some, something light. You don't want to spike your sugar, mm-hmm. but you want to assist your body in maintaining a normal level so you don't go hypo or very low blood sugars during the night. So Mm -hmm. it's really for our moms who are on insulin. Right. Yeah, and it's the 10 p.m. snack. Can't have anything sweet? You could or no? So we are not on sugars. (laughs) (laughs) Period. (laughs) Period. Period. But toast bread, like a slice or two slices of toast bread, that's fine, right? Yes, and some cheese. But wasn't that starch turned into sugar? Well, well, but you are not adding. Yeah. Adding extra sugar. So you can't sugars, have a, a chocolate chip cookie. Oh my goodness! Show me. Ford will do that. <laughs> you I'm can have me. a cookie without the chocolate chip, like an oatmeal cookie. Gosh, maybe. that's maybe. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> Too bad. Away the whole purpose of right? a cookie. Right? Hi, Manik. I see you, Simon. <laughs> yes. What if I do not get labor pains even after 40 weeks of pregnancy? Whoa. Okay. So that's. That's an important question. What do you do? You come in. But we have systems in place for that. So if you're at the local health center and you're approaching your 39th week, they would usually give you a letter to get to the ward or to the hospital by your 40th week. And sometimes you don't even have to drop this letter. They will call us to say, Doc, I have so, 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 so. And we'll tell them, okay, bring the patient on this day to the ward. Well, at least this is how we do it at Grandy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. Big up Grandy. <laughs> I love that Grandy Hospital and Where caring is the key. It's so okay, caring. Mr. Oh Sawyer Fat, yes, yes, I'm bigging us up. Yeah. Right. Yes. So um, we would make a, a call ahead kind of thing and mm-hmm. get the patient to the ward, usually on their duty. 
So mm-hmm. on that day, what is going to happen? You're going to come to the ward. We're going to examine you, um, check all of your vitals, check all of your records, make sure that no blood tests are missing. Anything that's missing is repeated. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to check on the baby by hooking you up to a monitor called a CTG machine or a cardio tocograph. Mm-hmm. And what it's going to do is going to check the baby's heartbeat, beat to beat, and give us a reading. Right. That reading is going to give us some reassurance in that moment. Right. So remember, it's in that moment mm-hmm. that baby is okay. Right. right. We're going to do a vaginal examination and we sweep. offer you, offer, <laughs> as I tell my patients, you don't have to do it, we but sweep. it can increase your chances of a natural labor <laughs> within the next seven days. So if what is that? What is that examination? Hey, if I only knew what that was, I would have said no. Well, okay, well, tell me, what is it? Well, I, I forgot. It's been a long time. Oh, what, what was that examination? Are you ready for this? Are you ready yes, for this part? Listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen to this. Get a question okay. to formulate okay. that okay. question. Okay, go so, ahead. So, a membrane sweep basically means we are going to insert two fingers into the vagina. Women don't get scared, okay? Two fingers into the vagina, and one, we will attempt to, if these mouth of the woman's clothes attempt to get at least one finger into the mouth of the womb if it's a bit more open we can get two fingers into the mouth of the womb and thereafter mm. we feel for your water bag and then you're going to feel a circular motion mm. and we are just stimulating that yeah. area so clearing the water bag away what mm-hmm. does it do you have to understand what it does before <laughs> you, you know, yeah, print. Yeah. What it's doing, it's it's releasing natural biochemicals called prostaglandin. It's the mm-hmm. same thing that we would use to induce you. Oh, right, right? Right, right. So it's releasing that naturally in the cervical area to assist with the ripening of the mouth of your womb. Mm. And mm-hmm. for some women, like I ask uh, my patients, mm. do you want to go into labor today or <laughs> you want to go into labor tomorrow? <laughs> right? So that determines, you know, yeah, how much you're going to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, doc. So, so, so listen, this my, I, I, I'm hoping this, this, this question relates. <laughs> that stimulation is probably why they said you don't have sex in the late part of your pregnancy? Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, whoever <laughs> said that, get them out from here. Who said that? Because the <laughs> the penis can do that to to to, to the to the water the to the you area. Want to say that again? Yeah, <laughs> don't have sex. No, not 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 in the not in the first part in the late half of the pregnancy uh-huh. because the penis can make that stimulation that that, that you just described. People have all the sex that you want, right? <laughs> okay. Have it Good. a lot. Okay. Because okay. it helps, right? Yes, yeah, it, I helps that it helps. Unless you have been advised not, not to. to. So right. we have some right. patients, like those who have the cervical issues that we spoke about before. So shortening of the cervix, you require a stitch on the mouth of the womb. These women will have to have pelvic rest to prevent miscarriage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you have, uh, if your waters broke early, mm-hmm. so you're not yet 37 weeks, but you're between 28 and 37 weeks, but mm-hmm. your waters are broken, right. you may not be in the hospital, you may be at home monitoring the fluid, making sure you're not having any fever and stuff, but you can't have 
intercourse because that could introduce infection into the womb. Oh. So those yes. are two special categories. But yeah. otherwise, you can go or, for it. Do or you do. If, go for if it. your placenta, that's the afterbirth, is mm-hmm. implanted low on the womb, mm-hmm. which is a major cause of obstetric bleeding, so mm-hmm. bleeding in pregnancy, you are not advised to have intercourse. Do either. you do? Right. So so when 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 the question was asked about the 40 weeks what is the amount of weeks so normally? the full pregnancy is 40 mm-hmm. and after 40 weeks we have to have a discussion about when we're going to deliver to reduce the risk of stillbirth so the general risk of stillbirth is wow. one in a thousand but mm-hmm. with each week it goes up richard so, I, I i i understand why you say adopt <laughs> Look at how jumpy it is. I am listening to it. I got them pins in my belly. All kind of parts of my hood. Why is all of this? Because and a tightening all over. Because of the pleasures of sex. You see what I mean? Because of sexual pleasures. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, this is jumpy and just epic and priceless. <laughs> this is beautiful. Your guys have my chairs running on my eyes. Please. Okay. Um, well, we, you explain how painful it would be. Mm-hmm. What can can I do to reduce pain during labor? Breathing exercises? That's a question. Okay. So pain during labor is something that is going to happen. For some women, more intensely than others, right? Mm. Um, In the public system, well, I I think Montoup has epidurals available, I think, but it's not available where we are. So we can't knock out your pain, Mm. but we we can give you certain medications, but they may make you drowsy, so you're not Mm -hmm. able to walk around and Mm. keep active during the labor. Mm -hmm. But one of the main ways of um, coping with labor is having a a birth partner or companion so support so that's why i would usually tell women you don't have to rush to the hospital unless something is going on you can do the majority of your labor because that first part of labor which we call the latent (coughs) phase can last for a few hours well Mm -hmm. so you're gonna run to the hospital and you're here alone right because Mm -hmm. until you're ready to um go inside Sometimes we can't really, be, depending on what's going on on the open ward, if it's an open ward, we can't have your partner there with you. Yeah. Although we can make some concessions and sometimes we could screen around, but I mean, it's a female ward, it's open, so yeah. it may not be conducive for the partner to be there at all times. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's having a birth Getting partner. a call. Sure. Getting <laughs> a call, getting a call. Let's see who's there. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Charmaine Ford Show. Hello, my dear. How are you going? I'm doing wonderful. Right, I want you to do something for me, please. Uh-huh. I hope it has call, to deal with the problem. Call Arima Police Station uh-huh. on 999 and see what you're getting. Okay. At this point in time. Okay. I'll uh, listen to all you. All, all right, right, buddy. All, all right. right. All right. All right. All right. Besides that, you have... um. Lamas, Lamas or birthday yeah, classes. I did those. Which can assist you with, firstly... Knowing what is expected, because it's the shock of it. So mm-hmm. I can say for myself, I I had an epidural the first time, and I am real chicken, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I had an epidural. Second time, I did not. And oh my goodness, I was not expecting that. 
at all. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did have a Lamar session with Miss mm. Chanel Davis Gentle. I did. She was mm-hmm. my midwife. She came to my home. Yes, I'm giving a plug for her. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Savannah, of Savannah course. Home um, Birthing Services. She came to my home and she did it and everything. But when I actually felt the pain, mm-hmm. yes, sometimes I remember to do the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the time, right? So one is your pain tolerance level. Mm-hmm. Two, it's knowing what is expected to come. Three, having a birth partner. We also have the gas and air that we can give you: laughing gas or nitrous oxide. Ah! Oh I wow! Know. I am oh, told wow. I said some silly things, like I asked who was sweeping in the room. I I, yes. I don't remember yes. any of that. I, right? might, I might <laughs> must have gotten some gas because I was like, you know. I was telling, the, the woman came in the room with a bucket and a mop, and I'm telling her, make sure you get under that part of the bed. <laughs> so my mother says, why are you telling women how to clean the room? <laughs> I was strange. Why, why is she in the room and my, my legs are spread apart? And, and uh, you know, But that's what she does. One good thing I had, my doctor was a musician. Mm-hmm. So he brought his, his guitar in the room t- just to relax me, and we were singing along, and every time I got a pain... I would go, he wanted me to sing Misty. That yes, was his favorite song. So the, Look at me. Miss, yeah, Miss, 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 Miss. Oh, there's one, there's one. Here we go. Keep going, keep going. And he's playing the guitar. And I'm like, and at one point they said I got so agitated. I said, I don't want anybody to touch me. Only my mother touched me. Everybody leave this room. <laughs> what? I'm like, he says, no, we can't leave the room. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. For, for my both oh birds, I had my, my, um, I had my family with me. So that was really, really amazing. Yeah. Nice. That would have been nice. Mm-hmm. So some, the epidural, the, Exactly, they have side effects some of that. Um, in terms of good. the epidural, um, one it could fail, so mm. meaning it may not uh, be complete. So for me, I was ha- still having some kind of weird pain happening on my right side going oh, wow. on, yeah. right? But most of the pain was gone, right? So that's the um, it may fail. Two, um, you may the major risk is needing assisted delivery. So forcep or suction device attached to the baby's head to help the baby come out. Oh, yeah. wow. what, what? The yeah. time. Look at the time. The time <laughs> has gone by oh, again. Wait, 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 wait. I've yeah. never heard about that before. What? Uh, um, the the assistance with the suction. Yeah, you su- yeah. How how that how that working? Baby <laughs> trying to get out and well, is giving trouble. So, they have to uh, pull it out. So we call it assisted, assisted or um, operation. So we use instruments right? once we can. So we have to assess the mom, again, from tummy to <laughs> vagina, mm-hmm. baby's status as well. So baby's heartbeat and everything. Mm-hmm. So we check everything, then the vaginal examination, and we say, okay, yes, we can help, right? And once we can help, we can apply forceps, which kind of, encompass the baby's L- head like, mm-hmm. and with mommy's pushing with the contraction so we help and the, the baby oh, come yeah. come down and i've se- i've seen the thing the forceps um press yes the they, they can the, leave impressions the but these yeah. would these would, would go, go away. away yeah and then the suction device is a cup and we apply a suction directly on the a certain part of the baby's vacuum mm-hmm. and as mommy pushes we pull on the vacuum 
and we help baby come up. I'm back, back to the wide-eyed children. <laughs> there, already born. Please pick me. <laughs> it's like going wow. into an animal shelter and the dog looking at you. Please pick me. Yes. Oh my God. That's how my brother got his dog. The dog just jumped in his chest. <laughs> the normal wow. period. What is a normal period? period of hospital hospitalization for a normal delivery for c-sec cesarean delivery uh, that's the question so i mean that's that can be individual so you can be discharged within 24 hours if baby is fine mommy is fine those mommy, who spit it out yeah mommy <laughs> mommy is walking eating baby has latched we have established breastfeeding baby has no issues mm -hmm. within 24 hours but generally we are a bit slower publicly. We do 48 hours. So yeah. on mm -hmm. the second day. That's if everything has gone picture perfect. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's individual. So if there's a, a mommy issue, you have to stay longer. You have to stay, if there's yeah. a baby issue, you have to stay Sometimes longer. the baby will be the, the uh, discharger and before still, mommy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that happens uh, he, he, here's this one. Uh, uh, you want to go back so soon to, to go through this whole thing again? How soon can you have sex after pregnancy? So we advise to go after through this whole thing again. Check, <laughs> right? And before you leave the hospital, we are going to advise and offer you contraception. Mm. Okay? So there are many options available to you in the postpartum period. You have, and we call them LAC or long-acting reversible forms of contraception. So you can have an implant under the skin. You can have an intrauterine device, either copper or mm -hmm. hormonal, and you can get the three-month injections. Please, mm -hmm. ladies, take it. Right? Take them so all. So we have that. So, <laughs> so once you leave the hospital, you can leave already having your family planning on board. Ah, right? Mm -hmm. nice. And after your six-week visit... Right. Remember, sometimes you've gotten stitches, you need to be mm. checked, you need to stop bleeding and all of that. Six weeks is the completion of pregnancy. We call that the puparium. So mm. after that time is complete and the period has to, to come go. back, menstruation <laughs> has to come back. Yeah, that question was from a man. How soon you, after You don't pregnancy. have to see yeah, your, mens to, your menses to, to have to intercourse that. again. Because remember, if you, especially if you're exclusively breastfeeding, meaning breast milk only, mm -hmm. you may not see a period for a while. Right. Mm. He just wants to know how when soon he can he go can again. Six weeks. Again. Six weeks. Six weeks. Six, six weeks. weeks. Boom. Six well, weeks. Dr. Cardon, listen. <laughs> you are such a delight. I'm not gonna ask you to sing this week, but you are <laughs> such uh, people are getting accustomed to you. You, you, oh, really? You're blessing us. Uh, yeah, you're gonna bless us. Wait, let me get my phone. Let me get my because <laughs> she's I, going I to put sing. It up. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Wait, wait, wait. Where am I? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Video. Doctor Cardon is gonna bless us again this week with her amazing. Okay, you can do song this time. What do you want me to sing today? Sing, sing what? What? What song did you do in praise and worship this morning? <laughs> you don't remember? First okay. lady, listen. Let's go. Listen. All right. <laughs> okay. Tell me when you're ready. I'll press. <laughs> All right. Ready. Okay. Dependable, dependable God. Everything is working out for my good. 
He's a dependable, dependable God. Everything is working out for my good. And I will put my trust in you. And I will make my boast in you. And I will put my trust in you. Why? Because you're a dependable God. Amen. Ooh. Oh my God. Dr. Corridor. She's very, very full. Very I was looking up, I was looking up her name just now. Yes. And the, and the origin of the name is Gaelic and Irish. I was just showing her meaning the spare. Yeah. And she has certainly been a spare here today. Yes, <laughs> yes. Penetrating yes. with her knowledge oh and her information. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much, Miss. Thank you so much, Miss Fashionista. Oh my god. And Miss <laughs> Super talented. You are so anointed. You are mm-hmm. so anointed. And you show such passion in what and you do. Grace. Delivered any babies last night? No, I was at home. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we can't do that. No. Yeah, you, you're just trying to get another baby last night. <laughs> ah, did I say that? Oh, Miss Lord, Lady. Pastor, How I was many people for Sunday morning. <laughs> nah, he was, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he didn't that, go into the room and say, that's, honey, that's, that's what we call it now. That's uh-huh. what they call it now, right? That's what they call yeah, it now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's okay. Preparing yeah. for Sunday yeah. morning. Yeah, you okay. were. <laughs> I'll come and visit. I I, I promise. I'll have welcome. to come to Sunny Granny. No, we are in Canopia, Monroe Road, Canopia, just by the lights of KFC. Mm. You enter Monroe Road, about three or four buildings down. Yes, Richard, uh-huh. we go into love one ministry. service. We to go just support. When Dr. you're Margon. going, call yes, me. I will. Mm-hmm. No, we have, we, have yes. we have to go. 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 I can sing. If you will allow me on your of pulpit, course, of course. I will sing my we'll favorite talk with song. Pastor, the Pastor goodness John of God. Hi, yes. hon. Hi, hon. I'm coming to minister <laughs> in song at your church. We'll have to let you know what Sunday that we're going to get everybody available and come down. Yes. Thank you again, and I can't wait for next week. So, our, our, our final season close, yes. which is next Sunday, mm-hmm. and you have blessed us and blessed us, and there's more blessing to come. I Amen. know that. Amen. So, we'll take a pause and come back into our third hour with more of Mr. Richard Young, who has just graced us with staying with us for this, <laughs> for this whole show. <laughs> Richard, you got an education on pregnancy. Oh, my God. Full graphic. graphic. Richard is an advocate it's for very adopting. very graphic. My mind is a graphic mind, and I was getting all of these. But I love the way she delivers her information. It's yes. gracious and graceful yes. and so informative. Yes. I really yes, learned yes. a lot. And that's what you get here on the Charmaine Ford Show. We bring awareness to taboo subjects. So thank you guys. We will be right back. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability, the all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. You're listening to the Charmaine Ford Show. Your solution to talk is here. here. The Charmaine Ford Show is on Freedom 106.5 FM, hosted by TNT's very own Charmaine Ford. It's innovative, informative, educational, and fun. It's not just talk, it's a whole lot more. It's all about making that connection with you. Join us on 
Sundays, 12 noon to 3 p.m. We're bringing to the conversation legendary celebrity guests, increasing awareness, finding solutions on different topics and issues, all while keeping it exciting. exciting. Call the Freedom 106.5 hotline and join the conversation at 627-3223 or 625-2257. Listen to the podcast on our website, tvcradionetwork.co.tt forward slash Freedom 1065 or tune in for the live stream on Freedom 106.5 FM Facebook page. The Charmaine Ford Show, Sundays from 12 noon to 3 p.m. on Freedom, Freedom 106.5 FM for talk that matters. Oh, that was so much fun. So informative. She is really, really, really on top of her game. Young doctor, Dr. Rachel Cordon. Um, you can get her at your, your, uh, your Gentle Gynecologist on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. The number is uh, 494-6669. 494-6669. And um, yourgentlegynecologist.com. That's the website. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Richard, you survived that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Richard becomes an advocate now for adopting <laughs> too much. <laughs> and, and, and they go back. Long ago, they used to make like 16, 19, yes. 16, 13, 13 children. 14, 15, yes. huge numbers. Easy, to go easy. through that, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I was watching a, a movie one time where the, um, it was an Indian tribe. I forgot the name of the tribe. But they, the the husband or whomever, they take the woman in the in the bushes or in the in the forest, and she picks a spot where she just squats and stoops and make this child all mm -hmm. on her own, really, yeah. without any yeah. doctor forceps, wait, nothing mm -hmm. of that nature, mm -hmm. you know, just all on her own, and she just sits, stoops down there and go through the thing i said wow look at that and they have so many babies like that you know ah. hmm. and some, <laughs> some people have two children two three triplets <laughs> in their stomach <laughs> oh one was enough for me <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm. so richard mm -hmm. we're talking you know there was um a movie that you did Oh, you were the director for, I think is what it was. Fashion. Well, no. What was the name of the movie? I was art director for a movie in Antigua called The Sweetest Mango. The Sweetest Mango. Yeah. 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 That was. How was that? How did that? That was a life-changing, a life-affirming um, project because when the trust um, was bestowed on me to do this, I was, as I said, questioning my own self. We all live with that sin imposter syndrome, mm. you know. Um, so people saw what I was capable of more than I was even mm -hmm. aware of. But is that attention to detail? And I see everything in a choreographed kind of mindset. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the manipulation of perception. So I'm always in the eye of the onlooker. Yeah. So and there again, a, it yes. is. Yeah. So it was a sharper eye. So everything in that movie, I positioned, and it felt really fulfilling to know 
that I crafted the show because I had an art department, makeup art department, hair design department, um, in a set decorating department under me. So we had talks and it was real empowering mm-hmm. doing this kind of project. And a simple story of a of a of a young woman returning to the Caribbean space being Antigua, having picked up metropolitan ways of living and not um and and coming back and re-identifying herself with her her roots and a mango was used as a symbol of it because this guy that she met yeah uh, roots from the airport who was stoning mangoes in a tree turned out to be the guy she was going to work with in a company <laughs> wow. and he presented her with a green mango that ripened literally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in the ripening of the mango this love story blossomed mm-hmm. so i color-coded the space and and so there were shades of green in the in the in the early part of the relationship in everything a cup an ornament the drapery uh, the the images in the background and yeah. it lightened and when they had their seeming consummation mm-hmm. everything was in shades of soft shades of yellow and buttercup the ripening of the mango yeah and and her hair was we we she we la- she let it out because she was always so stiff and corporate mm-hmm. and she became the island girl with a kind of carefree existence and not losing the fact that she is knowledgeable but being comfortable just like this doctor yes. in that delivery that graceful delivery that is island embedded you know, so well it was a beautiful well story. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you so it, that. It, it was a wonderful experience doing that and dressing everybody and talking to the designers and coming up with the concepts. And, and, the, and the show closed at a wedding in a, um, in a mango orchard, an orchard of mango trees. So when we went to do the location shoot, scouting, I picked it. And by the time we went back, the mangoes had fallen off of the tree. <laughs> and we had to tie the mangoes back into the tree. <laughs> the ripe mangoes back yeah, into the tree yeah. to have the wedding scene in this groove of yeah. mangoes. You know, yeah. it was beautiful. That was in the year 2000. That was the first movie um, filmed and produced in Antigua. And I was living there at the time, so I was the art director for the movie. Wow. So that was quite learning, understanding your responsibility in making sure the audience feels and experiences mm-hmm. what was the intention of the writer. I think Joanne Hillhouse, she's a famed Antigua, famed Antiguan writer, mm-hmm. what she wanted to um, encapsulate, um, what the producers once said, what the director wanted said. And it was my responsibility to interpret that, you know, and find resourceful ways. Because yes. sometimes it wasn't just about getting people to make the garments. I will call people and say, what do you have in your wardrobe? Mm-hmm. And you will bring it. And then I'll work that out and I'll say, this shoe is going to work better on him for his character more than you. You wear this. And that was how we pooled things together right. and made it work. And that's what uh, why the director was so interested in me. Um, um, working with him, Howard Allen was his name, and um, and Howard said, Richard is going to find a way. So I would walk into your house, like I came into Charmaine's house, Ford's mm-hmm, house, and mm-hmm. I say, that urn in that corner, I want that urn for my movie. Yeah. And I walked in somebody else's home, and I say, I love your 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 kitchen. We're going to use your kitchen. Mm-hmm. So it was filmed on for three months, and I was, 
you would be in somebody else's kitchen, another person's house, walking through a door of another house. Yes. And, it, and, and, you, yeah. and they had to keep that continuity that I mentioned about that I was very concerned. So mm -hmm. we would photograph, photograph, photograph and make sure that the people working um, recapture the exact looks because sometimes we, sh we shot out of sequence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We shot out of sequence. But and then the we editor had to, will be and the, the great editor person. And the editor will put it back yeah. into place. But we had there. to make sure yeah. that it was true to form, you know. So I remember really that because um, I was doing a filming something and in the first frame I had on pearl earrings and then when we came back to do it again I had taken off the earrings and somebody says wait a minute that was a good director Linus yeah. Pitt was his name he says go get your earrings I'm like oh shoot because yeah. we had two yeah. you know same dress everything but different earrings yeah so what about a a book a biography, a, a book, and well, a movie about Richard Young. Well, I, well, I don't see myself in such a celebrated state that you are seeing. Eh? But I'm writing mm -hmm. a book. I mm -hmm. um, I have the manuscript already um, done, and I call it after a fashion, just borrowing another English expression of doing things in a manner, but also speaking to the pursuit of a fashion identity which is our caribbean aesthetic mm -hmm. and so it's going to be a lot of uh, musings and, and 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 writings and essays that i have done um during my life about identifying and fortifying my belief that we have a way of of dressing ourselves and visualizing our own beauty so it's going to be that and then i'm also doing one that i because I created something called the Profit Profile, which spins off of my training with models and people on stage to work towards um, better service deliverables mm -hmm. and better customer service um, transactions and, and ways of signaling and suggesting and, again, coming back to manipulating the other person's yeah. perception. So somebody tells me I need to have that done. So both of them are in process, actually, right now. And... Um, and yeah, so I'm very excited about that. To credit author to my name, because I have been authoring a lot of things. Right. I write oh my all my scripts for my shows. I write um, copy for a lot of stuff I have done. I mm -hmm. have written proposals and pitches for governments, for um, private sector, um, for NGOs mm -hmm. um, that actually were adopted because of how it was framed. Um, and I have done writing for magazines in the Caribbean. I've written for um, The Guardian, The, the, the Express, the yes, yes. Several, have several magazines in the region and several newspaper magazine spaces in the um, newspapers in Antigua, in Guyana, in Barbados. So I have been writing. So writing because I love literature and language. Yes, so yes. It's something that I have always done and... Um, yeah, and I pride myself into that. What, what, what is <laughs> the most embarrassing moment you've had in in this in your in your career? Um, when once I was dancing at a little Carib stage, and I my costume fell off, <gasps> so I spun all the way off stage. But I remembered that when it happened, I had a moment, uh, a paralyzing moment yes. of being ashamed. What to do? But then I, the other part of me kicked in, which is just to uh, regroup, 
So I did something and spun right back onto stage and mm -hmm. got back into the dance with a, another version of the costume. <laughs> and so, because I know the responsibility of the number. So if a dance is choreographed with five people, the imbalance that, again, the viewer is going to see with a missing entity mm -hmm. is what was on my mind. Mm -hmm. So I just found a way and created some knots, that resourcefulness that people say, I have a way of finding a way to get it done in spite of. Yes, you so did I that with my dress. Right. I work, I work <laughs> with my a show. Everything is a production. Everything mm -hmm. is a production. Whether it's to dress somebody, to do a window, to create a set, mm -hmm. you work it right to the end. So right on cue and on, on the space, you are in the moment and you find an answer. Mm -hmm. I just created some knots, whatever, and spun back in as if I were doing a, a, a miniature solo and ended right back in my spot to create the frame that the choreographer would have um, designed and continued. But that's a mal that the wardrobe department was to blame for that because... Well, in a way, because you? it was already a makeshift costume. The costume was a makeshift costume. In those oh. earlier days when we were dancing, sometimes you turn up in the backstage with fabric. Yeah. And they say, do this, do this, do this, and that was it, and you put it on, but it wasn't held... Um, with the understanding of what the dance was going to do. The dance was a vibrant kind of movement. It was one of those um, modern African pieces where there's a lot of movement, and mm -hmm, so, so mm -hmm. it fell off, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was one that was embarrassing. And an, uh, another embarrassing moment would have been getting what I call dry throat, um, which is that when you, you must never rely on your past laurels. So that's why I'm saying I'm constantly in the moment. Mm -hmm. I am in the moment here. Yes. Because if you lose that um, in a state of confidence, you can just stick. And I stuck once in front of um, a large public um, gathering. But then I, I regrouped. But I remember the moment. I remember the moment. I remember grappling with it. And I knew that any discerning eye and discerning ear would know that I was going through a yes. myself up for that. <laughs> and I try not to let that happen as mm. often. Mm. You know, so those are all for me to learn from and for me to teach from. Yeah. You know? What, what projects are you working on now, now that... Well, the government and the Tourism Trinidad Limited has take me on as a consultant to mount a fashion festival. So we had a launch earlier this year. That is with um, Cupid. Yes. Yeah. Yes, with Carla Cupid, mm -hmm. who is the CEO. She and was on we, our show, yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. We are going to reinvigorate that and I in the first six months of next year. Um, and so I want to do... Tell these people your good friend can sing, you know. <laughs> I hear Charmaine in none of the, the, the proceedings. <laughs> Tell them, you know, Charmaine would give off a great entertainment. Well, They'll come and sing you her two, know, two I know that songs. everywhere you're, I call you, and it's based on your schedule, you mm -hmm. know, um, that I would um, fit you into it because I believe that all of the talents cohere for the identity branding. So when we're doing yeah. a fashion show, the performing arts is there, the graphic arts, the animation, the makeup art, the beauty art, they all cohere mm -hmm. to make the brand identity be palpable. Yes. So I tell always them, like to do tell that. Them, you know? Tell them, tell so them, tell them. So I'm working them. on that. And mm -hmm. um, 
reinstating my training program like an institution. I have some people who want to invest in that because the training shouldn't just happen sporadically like it's happening. Like I'm training two young children and they got into New York Fashion Week, so they go off to New York. In, wow. Yeah, I, I had them in a show I did at Grand Bazaar two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are going off to New York Fashion Week to, to model. Um, in February's, um, February, New York Fashion Week, which will be doing the um, fall winter collections. And the, mm-hmm. there's a children's line. And one of them is already um, targeted to be in Milan Fashion Week next, the following year in 2025. So yeah. those kinds of wins, again, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, are testimony to the fact that something I'm doing is right. Because when they saw her, she was pretty and she was nice. And then when they saw her walk, they said she belongs on the stage. And then they said the training is good and uh, the centering of how you transfer, you know, what you Mm -hmm. want to see when you're on a runway or a stage or a platform. As long as you go in front of anybody or you're in front of an audience and you need to um, enrapture them. Mm -hmm. You need to do it using techniques. Right. When... When and how did you get into fashion? Because I know your your brother is a designer. Yeah. Robert. Yes. And he has the company, or you guys the have the company he called has the, the, yeah, the he cloth. Yeah, he is the cloth. He is the cloth. Just back from Egypt, I'm ex- yeah. um, inordinately proud of his his growth. I'm yet to get and, a, yeah, something designed yeah, for me from the and cloth. And he and I started off doing stuff around the same time. When he launched the cloth in 1986, it was my first major event. The University of the West Indies hired me to mm-hmm. do an event. It would have been the first major fashion show of its kind with 18 designers and 18 models. Wow. And they had never been done before. And people like Chinese Laundry and mm-hmm. Tree Canal modeled in the show back in those days. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of people were on the stages that I created because I call my my art fashion performance more mm-hmm. than I call it modeling. Mm-hmm. And I feel it's more um, relevant and related to us being in this part of the world because Caribbean people are not as stoic mm-hmm. as the, the wheels that are presented in the metropole. You know, we have, as we started off talking, we does Zant, we are, yes. we does Explashit, we does <laughs> Ramage, and some of those characteristics and traits I like to see in the imagery of how we show our fashion. Mm-hmm. So it's performance. So in my early days, I brought in people like Bosco Holder to talk to the models, and wow. Sonia Mose came in and yeah. talked, and Alison Henry. Alison Brown and I would work together. Sharon has been modeling with me, Sharon Imbert, forever. And it was always about using art and other understandings mm-hmm, of our mm-hmm. expression through creative application, not just walking, not just two-legged bipeds. Yeah. It's about <laughs> understanding yes. more about what you're representing. Mm-hmm. You know, you are representational when you're on that runway and you need to have the Hannah Kimbo to show the woman in her comfort zone, you know, that belongs in our space so people can say, that look like my aunt, that look like my sister, that look like my right, cousin. Right, right. buy the, the outfit. Story, because the story. you are storytelling. Yes. You know what I call vernacular in motion. Mm. So I look at my fashion. Vernacular, my, in, vernacular motion. in motion. Vernacular wow. in motion. Wow. So have your words when they're oh walking on stage it's that I, I bring smiles up sometimes I make you get a little sad sometimes by what song I play you know I make you yeah. 
think because I would put it to um, spoken word and it's very serious and tribal, mm -hmm. you know, as a, I was on a radio program two days ago in St. Lucia, virtually, and I talked about the first time when I did um, swimsuits and they were very, very um, skimpy swimsuits and they say, you sure it would work? I say, I'm going to show you how you manipulate the yes. audience. We played Summertime, the operatic version of Summertime. Oh, wow. We dimmed the lights and had them spot the girls. As, as the girls were walking and the audience was silent. The audience got silent. And then when they came back out and they just stood there and they, and they are routines yes. that make you be aware that we are presenting style. We're not mm -hmm. here doing sauciness. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And the audience did a round of applause no like it was stage. like a bullfighting arena. Mm -hmm. And I remember mm -hmm. how that happened. And they were scared for me to do it. And, the, and I had them with big hats. There was a hat company that did hats. And they had mm -hmm. umbrellas. And they had things that made it look like performance art. Made them so live the moment. just about yeah. the flesh and the pulchry too and the body. Yes, and yes. So And the audience responded just they how I wanted it to moment. respond. It's like sometimes so, when I say I'm a song stylist because I want everybody to live the lyrics yeah. and put themselves in that song yeah. and say, wait a minute, this thing happened to yeah. me. Yeah, but you 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 don't you you, you have you design? Would you say you you are a designer or you're a designer? I'm a creator? production designer. I'm right. a production designer. So right. people will hire me to design an advertisement. They would. I did. Um, I did things for a plastic company with buckets and so years ago. Um, buckets and all of the plastic wares that they had, and we did it as a show. Wow. So. Um, the the guys started drumming with buckets mm -hmm. on stage and mm -hmm. the girls came on holding the buckets like purses and <laughs> and all the plastic things were used in different yes, ways yes, and yes. the plastics went into garbage bags as well and we made huge mm -hmm. skirts with mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. and um and people loved it you know so all you need to do is let people go through an experience that they have rem there's a memory in their head yeah and that means the merchandising has happened mm -hmm. so when i reach home i remember the blue bucket i remember the song that was attached to the skirts the tail of the skirt and and therefore i inquire about the designer i inquire about the maker of whatever is the artisan's work that is on stage mm -hmm. so i'm in that thing playing with the senses all the time if i can make you smell something i make you smell it yes. i make you feel it and experience live the it all moment the and live the moment live the experience that's what merchandising is so yeah that's it's merchandising through the art of storytelling and finding so people always come and ask me oh god i love the music score you had for that show i just did a show for a mall people come and ask me for the mall so i had Nisha B and Nyla Blackman's song, mm -hmm. which is current, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's an Indo song for the Indian section, mm -hmm. celebrating Diwali. And mm -hmm. then afterwards, I play some Mongol Patasa, mm -hmm. and I would go the dreadlocks with the with the up tempo feel to give it a little modernism yeah. to the other person. And you know, and it goes from that to Black Coffee, who is a South African um, DJ. His music is always rooted in mm -hmm. our Afro mm -hmm. vibes. Yeah. So you are constantly being awakened there. It's not a moment for you to say, oh God, it gets boring. Yes, And particularly yes. if the garment or what I'm showing is a little downplayed, mm -hmm. I have to pop with the music. Mm -hmm. I have to pop with the music. When the, when the clothes are fabulous, I can, I can take back the music right. and just have something almost bland. You know, that so you is so... Up so and down with you, it. To letting people live that moment. That call to do a show for an alumni... And the first question I asked the lady who was hiring me, I said, what is the era of music 
that these yeah. ladies come from. Yeah. I said, compile a list and send it to me. I'll have the DJ put it on his playlist, and I would sing a few songs from that era. And that is what he did. I did stuff like Donna Summer, um, um, hot. Hot, hot stuff. Yes, hot stuff. I did Boogie Oogie. I did um, the Isley Brothers. I did Temptations. And then he played a, a different genres of music. And we got down to Calypso. He played a lot of Sparrow. These are the, the songs that these women grew up with. Yeah, you had a, you yeah. Had a, that is what so you call bespoke. That captivated them, yes. The word bespoke mm. is when you customize to suit the yes. person in front of yes. you. Like when you performed at the African show, mm -hmm. you did a love song, and that's why I paired you with Sammy Elizabeth Francis, because yeah. her feature was um, going to a wedding. It's not an accident that happened. Right. So when you sang a love-oriented song, mm -hmm. And it led into her section, and then the models walked with it. It belonged there. Yeah. So yeah. it's in it's literally in thought, would indeed that we make we kinda, people feel yeah. the experience. Yeah. You are so good at what you do. I I learned so much from you. Even even when you're just sitting quietly, <laughs> <laughs> I learned to sit and be quiet too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What what makes you smile, and what probably scares you the most? Well, I think it's the same thing. People. I love people. Aww. I think it's a passion that sometimes, and that is what terrorizes me, that I can love them so much and they are still the most scary. Hmm. Because the same Tell me about it. people that you can love are the same ones who can hurt you. Mm. And so <laughs> I, am, I, am, <laughs> I live in scary? that between mm. a rock My and a experience. hard place. Mine too. I live in this space between a rock and a hard place. I'm very trusting and I'm trustworthy. And so, therefore, when I relinquish to somebody mm. and if they don't in return, and not all the time it has to be, it has to be as balanced. It doesn't it have to be as even. us. Yes. You, know? you know, this morning, just this morning, mm. I had to tell myself and remind myself, Carrie, mm -hmm. you cannot expect a carry from everybody. Hello. Yeah. Just this morning, no, no. Can't expect them to mm -hmm. understand you. That's why I keep saying, you know, the, the the little things that I'm going through, I can't expect everybody to see my vision, and see my mission, and live it the way I want to live it. Mm. You see, but it's trying to get them to get there. Mm. I'll tell you a little personal thing that happened because I yeah. like personal things tell the story, mm. and sometimes they're off kilter. So just this morning, I dropped my mother to church. They usually have someone who comes out to get her because she's the oldest member of that congregation. Mm. And um, so I had to come out to get her around because she has a stick. And this morning and last even, she was consistently saying, when are you going to go to church with me? Which is a new request. <laughs> and I'm now saying I need to go. Yeah. So a very religious gentleman, Bible in hand coming around, on that side when I was walking and I am fully aware of my difference. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. I am not yes. stupidly thinking I look like Joe yes. Look. Yes. Yeah. 
I said, good morning, chirpily, mm-hmm. at a church door. Mm-hmm. He looked at me most disdainfully, mm-hmm. did a nod that said mm-hmm. he had to respond. Mm-hmm. But it was every part of his being saying, I don't want to mm-hmm. talk to you. Yeah. Right. And I don't know why you're talking to me. Because he's judgmental. And I am mm-hmm. at the door of a church. Mm-hmm. And I always say, if you chose to be on that side, you are the one more enlightened you are the one who has been divinely inspired. You made the choice to cross the line mm-hmm. and, and, and tout being saved or whatever. Yeah. And how come my compassion levels seem to be higher than yours? Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why people are the ones I love the most and mm-hmm. also are terrified. So Scare I stay in my yeah. lane. lane. Yeah. Ah, I totally yeah. At stay your in my role lane. and your function. Mm-hmm. I stay in my mm-hmm. lane. Yeah. I go by people. I'm here because I know Charmin Ford loves me and I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I would have said no to another person. Yeah. You know, because I had another experience. I went to a, a, a radio station and I had to carry it right up to the top. It was horrible. Wow. A horrible experience wow. because they, it was like a lime in the studio. So there were uh, regulars coming into the place and there was laughter mm. and mockery and the, the host was so um, respectful. prepared No, he was respectful to me and mm-hmm. he was so embarrassed. Oh, okay. You oh. know, and so I spoke to the higher-ups and it was a major thing. They wanted a letter. The board got involved. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even want to go that far, but I just thought that was real disturbing. That was distasteful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that exists. And mm. that's one of the realities of the world. So the same loving people, the same people you love and the same people you want to love, you mm-hmm. have to be still cautious and cagey about that. Yeah. You know, and, so. and always should because human beings are human. You know, I saw on a, on a program, a movie last night that this guy said twice in the movie, human beings are so mean. Mm-hmm. Human beings are so mean. And I'm like, you got to because it's, it's a level of jealousy because when they when they see you coming different that's the word i would use when they see you coming different and exuding that amount of confidence you know knowing exactly what you're about and what's supposed to happen and it coming from people who are that they should know better there's a level of jealousy that comes and takes over you know, yeah. so they don't um, put forward their best. Yeah, you know what is special to... about today when mm. you ask me to come, when you ask me to come today? Today is International Men's, Men's Day. Men's Day, yeah. International <laughs> Men's Day. I didn't remember know, that. International Men's Day was resuscitated by a Trinidadian. His name is Jerome Tuluxing, and mm-hmm. I just want to plug that because his father's birthday is the 19th of November, and he also used it as a commemorative day because in 1989, we brought the country together to look at our football match in the stadium on mm-hmm. November 19th, 1989. Wow. So he coincided that, that sense of unity that we have never... We, ha- we see it at Carnival, but when the stadium was full and everybody was in support of mm-hmm. our, our guys playing football, mm-hmm. was a unity indescribable yeah so because of that he he used that the power of the man to bring that together and made november 19th so it's recorded that jerome to luxon mm-hmm. reignited uh, a, a dormant <coughs> uh, um, observance of international men's day and it became november 19th mm-hmm. the, in 1999 it became the official 89? 1999 1999 was the day 
it became 10 years after. 10 the, years after, yeah. 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 So that's a nice little commemoration and that I'm here on this day, International Men's Day, yeah. special mm. to me too. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's all good. Oh my it's gosh. All good. You know, mm-hmm. I want him to be my friend, you know, Sean yeah. <laughs> You know, you did say that. You said that. I said, when you, you get to that. meet Richard Young, <laughs> I could sit down and listen want to, to you have for him like as a friend for life. <laughs> I could just listen to this man forever. But he is very gentle. He's a gentle giant. He's very gentle. He's very supportive. He's very honest and true. But you step on his damn toe too hard. No, nah, no, nah, you, you, you see how tall he is, or? You, you, you see, you see, the man had to look down on both you of us. Watch you, da, you show these, you know. There's a side that you don't want to cross. Okay? I know, I know how to tread my waters. Okay? <laughs> so I will always remain on his sweet side because I love him so. The first day I met, I saw Richard Young. I think it was, you were doing some some sort of thing at the Hyatt. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw it on YouTube or TV or something. But the first day I met you was, was at TTT. That was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my gosh, Richard Young, I heard so much about you. And I just... And you pulled my cheeks. Pinched his cheeks. <laughs> after, he had, after he had the face slid, you know... Off to go on camera. Yeah. He had... He, he, he was... You know what, what we call it? Beat to the gods. Beat, beat to the gods. Beat yeah, you say put that a smudge it. on his face. Why I do that? <laughs> because <laughs> I wanted to touch him. He was like a Grecian god. I wanted to touch him. And you know, I said to him on the first time he came on my show, and I I introduced him. I said Richard Young. I hate Richard Young. So people were like, what? She just said she loved this man so much. <laughs> oh, he has the best cheekbones. He has the best eyebrows, <laughs> the best eyelashes, and a smile that would melt your heart. So mm. why not hate him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only right thing to do. Yes. <laughs> yes. So describe maybe the next the next Richard Young. The next uh, Richard Young? Yeah, that's a question. Well, I would I would like to pass on the information or the Legacy. knowledge or the um, the accumulation of of stories to somebody. You know, I see myself as a griot, which is the West African name for the storyteller. Yeah. Which we have inculcated in our culture, passing on stories. Like the through, midnight rubber? Yeah, passing yeah. on stories to to telling the narratives and informing people in experiential These way. young people know that it's because the they're not best, they're missing paying that. attention to anything so anymore. So I would love to pass that on because I know sometimes I touch us and I touch, I touch the nerve. And like when I was in Guyana recently, I came off one of the talks when everybody said it was so phenomenal and I said, there is something almost spiritual because while I was up there talking, I came out of myself and my mouth was still moving. And I said, but this is a frightening thing. Because I saw the 40 pairs of eyes, they were all creative entrepreneurs, riveted. And I said, I'm touching them. And I was aware of the responsibility of touching them. And the ones that I was feeling, little shifts in the 
understanding or whatever, I was going after them. And it's, a, it's like a craft. It was frightening. Yeah. But I was aware. I went in this other zone. So there's this man who came from very far. So he had an uneasiness about this long journey he made to come yeah. and hear a thing. And mm-hmm. I went to these talks before. And when he came up as the first testimonial and said, this is the best wow. speaking of creative entrepreneurship and how to use your, your innate ability to transform people's lives and to share in something that you're doing. And I told them what their responsibilities were in their packaging, how your storytelling has to go in texture and color and shape and balance and real things. And all of this I learned by doing more than reading. The reading came after. Mm-hmm. My reading was different. My, my, my knowledge was an academic kind of knowledging. Mm-hmm. And then I went into the space and I grappled Living and confronted a life. the reality. Making and it found life. ways yeah. and yeah. bill sets and gut stages done and and crafted looks and crafted um, performances and help choreograph dances and bring dancers together and give them the story to think because I like to empower people to do the thing. You interpret the thing and it's right. You never you know? thought of, of doing a school, when I say school, doing courses from time to time well, and, and, and bringing, inviting young people from schools because there are so many of these well, young girls fighting in the school, I young boys fighting in the I school. I mentioned that some people are talking to me and they're looking to invest in the resuscitation of a space. I said, I can't just go to the YWCA or the YMCA. I have to have a space where I'm at mm. and then we invite them there. And I would not be, I'm not only going to be egotistical thinking I am the only person. I would invite another creative to come and talk. Yeah. You know, and I want to. And have things the, act yeah, out. Yes. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and have creatives talk about the experience you've got through your experiences is the best learning. Because you have that as reference. I have a lot of reference. I would, and that's why I talk about the Caribbean with such passion. I have North Caribbean, Southern Caribbean, Central Caribbean, Urban Caribbean, Rural Caribbean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Continental South American mm-hmm. Caribbean. So... I have diasporic Caribbean, mm-hmm. and all of them have little nuances that are different right. so in the understanding of who we are as Caribbeans. So wow. I, I, I feel like I was put there, as you said before, it's a calling, it's my metier, it it's my vocation. Yes. Yes. I have accepted it. And when you accept it, then it goes into a new dimension. So this is my new dimension, because it only... I only accepted it just pre-COVID, and during mm-hmm. COVID, I found ways. Like, well, you know what I did during COVID? I edited books to people all over the world. Somebody oh, wow. just mentioned one person, and next minute I was editing something for a man in Greece, in North America, in, in Guyana, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. further up the islands. I edited books, and I saw monies came to me through transfer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when other creators were suffering, that's what I did. And then people relied on my ability to write pictures, to do write-up things for their website. So I was mm-hmm. home writing, mm-hmm. and money was coming mm-hmm. in. And I say, okay, so that's one of my skills, too. An idea that I had, to come and speak in the, in the school or to, to set up a, a thing where these you invite these uh, students from the school and the school picked who they want to send to to the thing, but you want to reach the grassroots, the ones that yeah. are just sitting at the, at the street corner. We're getting a call, Charmaine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello, you're on the Charmaine Fort Show. Hi. It's Ken. Hey, 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 hey. Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt it's it. Cool before. Hi, darling. Charmaine, by. Yes, yes. We're going oh, on, boy. Ken. 
Yeah, man, boy. Yes, darling. Uh, I, 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 watch it. I, I see the uh, that lady looking like you, boy. The lady who sang Mrs. Big, big Stuff. You know, you know, <laughs> you remember that lady? Stuff. Mr. Big Stuff, who do you think you are, Mr. Yeah. Big Stuff? That's ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think I for you. Okay, I don't remember who sang that. Who sang that? I said it's you in that movie, boy. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, honey. Yes. Yes, Ken. Ken, thanks so much. Ken does call uh, for you yes. all the time, man. Ken, I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know when you 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 want to meet the the I don't want to use the word troubled youth, but the ones yeah. that would would benefit from your your teaching and your education and your information the most. So. You send them. You send. You send the invitation to the schools. Yeah. Or or the boys and girls club, whichever. Have them send send the topic you're going to be talking about, which is self development, just for want of a, yeah. of, of something, and have them write out the best they can mm -hmm. what they think self development is. Yeah. And have a history of questions, a series of questions that they're going to ask you at the end of. You That's know, a the, good the thing. scheduled um, yeah. seminar. Because it's you about know? personal development, professional yes. development, and it's about self-love, basically. I, I, I had a stint at a vocation center in Malik. Mm -hmm. So I, I had some real things to confront, you know, because I'm going to Malik. That time I wasn't driving. I'm taking a car and going there. Mm -hmm. And some of these children, they want the children who are probably have fallen off the margin. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I went Those to the, the school. Mm -hmm. And um, so all the girls came because it was fashion modeling kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But all the woodwork guys were peeping through the doors. And I said, I'm going to close off my term by doing a show. Mm -hmm. And I made those guys. They were saying, I'm going to that. It's not for, fell for fellas. And I got them involved. Mm -hmm. Because it's the way of how I do the transfer. What was the, one of the two things I talk about was shocking. There was a blind girl in the class. Wow. And the blind girl was doing the walk as confidently because I, I, I connected with her and I went with the rhythm which mm -hmm. I used from the dance. So I was going dum da ba dum pa ba dum pa pa da ba dum and she's doing the tunes. And by the time she did a few times, she's walking as confidently as the others. Yes. Because the pathway is clear and you the see? rhythm is there. You see, if she wow. can do it, who can't? And that felt really, and then I saw the teachers looking. But the bigger one than that, is a very frightening one where there was a girl in the class that hadn't spoken for three months because she witnessed her brother um, murdering her mother. Mm, mm, mm. He was a drug addict and she was inside of a, um, a freezer mm -hmm. peeping out and he spotted her. She went into absolute terror because he spotted her while he was doing the act mm -hmm. because he wanted money and the mother wasn't giving him. And she stayed in there. When she came out, she stopped speaking. Mm -hmm. So in the class, I am there not knowing any of that, working with her, getting closer, and then she started talking. But I didn't know she started talking. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then I looked and I saw all the other facilitators by the door and they came in the room and I wanted people with tears and all, and I was, what's the problem? I did something <laughs> wrong here. <laughs> and they said, no, she hasn't spoken in over three months and she's talking to you. Wow. And so then I said... Okay, so all of these observations and hindsight, I'm wondering there has to be something 
that I'm doing that has something. It's touching a nerve. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to, you know, chisel it and harness mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. into uh, and distill it into something that could be documented for people to follow, as you said, mm -hmm. uh, next Richard Young. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. and leave it as testimonial and leave it as a way, a methodology of Caribbean people self-actualizing, mm -hmm. you know? Well, we'll close it off by this question that I ask that I ask everyone what would you like people to know about you that they don't really know well it continues in the same vein of what I'm talking about because I know that we are all basically the same um, and we are human beings so what when I hurt you hurt you mm. would have felt hurt you would have felt shame you would have felt all of them so it's no point in in shying away from it um and there's no point in ignoring it you know like sometimes i go into a, a, a waiting room with doctors and everybody's looking askance and i said this is so foolish we are all <laughs> here with a sense of nervousness because we don't know what we're going to face yes um so i start the conversation mm -hmm. and sometimes people are not wanting to even start the conversation but i go into that ugly uncomfortable thing because i feel i had to break it down Sometimes the, the woman across there is holding a book upside down because she is so to, to, to confuse. The book is upside down. And I say, mm -hmm. Mom, you need to turn the book up the other way. <laughs> you know? And I make, and I use humor. Some people tell me that that's what I need to do. Some people think yes. that I need to be a stand-up comic. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people tell me that because I'm always wanting to see that smile on the face. The smile is not just the showing of teeth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know there's famous thing about not every skin teeth is a grin, but the yeah. smile is a soul reaching out. Somebody say, oh, I love Richard Young. He has a wealth of knowledge. I could sit at his feet all day. And he's so hilarious, but his work is so amazing. And he's been to my house. He's so sweet. But true, don't cross it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think I want to thank you, and I wish you could. Next week is our last show, and on, on this show goes on hiatus. And I wish you had the time to come back and sit with me for my last show and just hold my hand because I know I'm going to cry. Oh my god! Yeah, so I'm inviting <laughs> you back You're next week. Cry. We having a party? <laughs> no, we having a party. What? We, 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 when we leave here, we're going to party. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I thank you so much for gracing the studio and gracing my show with your presence. I think you are phenomenal. I think you're awesome. I think you're knowledgeable. I think you're an excellent educator and an all-around great person. That thank is from you. Charmaine Ford to you, Richard Young. Thank you so right? much. Right? And... If we have, there's no two like you, but if we had two like you, I think we'll all be in a better place. Mm. I appreciate yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. You yes. were a ball of fun yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was great being here. So, guys, um, go finish that Callaloo. I'm coming with my containers. I want the Callaloo with, containers. Um, uh -huh, mm -hmm. with some uh, pigtail in there. I haven't eaten anything with pigtail in a long time. So macaroni pies to chicken. Good afternoon to everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for your comments. And we'll see you next week for our final show right here at Freedom 106.5 FM on the Charmaine Ford Show. And I'll let you 
keep posted on my Facebook page to know when we'll be back for season three. So take care, guys. Love you. Talk to you soon. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5.